Oh. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to Rewatch the Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And we are the Lone Rangers. <laughs> Isn't that one word? No, no, man. It's the Lone Rangers, okay? Are you going to argue with me about it or are you going to cut the deal? <laughs> and he wipes his ass with his own contract. I love this guy. How the hell are you guys? Happy Friday freaking night to you. Work is over, probably. A lot of people work on Saturdays and Sundays, and they're probably like, fuck you, Mike, and I'm sorry. Yeah. But for a lot of people. I, I got Saturday school tomorrow, you asshole. <laughs> I had a lot of Saturday schools, dude. Yeah, dude I, I hated it. It was the worst. And then they took away the privilege of you getting to sleep because I had this one that didn't care. And then eventually they're like, no, they have to do work. And I'm like, son of a bitch, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't even want to be here. I had that coach guy, and I just sleep in front. And he was like, all right, boys. Let's do some work, and then I would just color like Donald Duck or something because they had coloring books. They would literally for homework. They would do that just to be a smartass. They'd be like, "Oh, you don't have any homework to do? You don't have a book to read? Here's a coloring book. You can color, you idiot." I, I was happy, dude. I got real good at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I would bring a Stephen King book and then just stare at it and fall asleep because I was, you know, high or hungover. Yeah, it was the worst. Good times, man. Good times. Can everybody hear us okay? Is the sound all right? Are we on equal levels? I got to get new headphones. These are fucking up, so I can't tell if you're loud or quiet or what. I'm a piece of shit. So, hey, guys, we got to uh, interview Andy Matichak. Holy shit. Talking about nervous. Our buttholes were clenched. I mean, we could have literally turned coal into diamonds. You betcha. It was nerve-wracking. But she was great. She was a nice lady. Really nice lady. Yeah, dude, that was a fun interview. I had a good time. I was nervous, too. I'm always nervous for the interviews because, you know, and even though it wasn't live, it was, it was weird because we didn't have the primer of getting to hang out with you guys for a few minutes first. And then, But she was such a sweetheart, man. She laughed at our bad jokes. Uh, she yeah, threw a couple yeah, f bombs out herself. I appreciated that. I really, I wanted her to just like, cause like, can you chug vodka or something? Cause I mean, I was like, I don't think that's vodka in your cup, but you're making. I need you to like be a little drunk. <laughs> yeah, you know, it wasn't. Nervous. It was like watermelon water or some shit like that. You know, she's yeah, much got, healthier than we are. I got nervous as fuck. I was like, oh my god. I almost felt like uh, yelling to my uh, ghost protocol, like out of nowhere, so he could cut me out. I was like, <laughs> I gotta go. Ghost protocol. <laughs> It's weird too. It was weird doing doing the interview without you guys here. I felt like we didn't have our backup. You know, we we're just like alone. Yeah, when we need somebody to go look, it's like, well, we ran out of questions because we're shitty interviewers, but we can always go to you guys because you guys have the good questions. Like, <laughs> it was like, so, um, uh, what do you prefer, uh, Coles or Old Navy? <laughs> you had to pick one, Coles I, or Old Navy. I went to the Facebook group. By the way, awesome people run that Facebook group. If you guys uh, are on Facebook, go find that. But, but I went to the Facebook group and I asked them for extra questions. It's like, if we can get time to it, we can get to one or two. And it was yeah. so funny because like so many of your all's questions were the exact same questions I had written down, and I was like fucking us we got that shit great minds think shittily uh, Derek's like how long is the interview it's a it's an hour we got her for an hour which is good it was a lot of good information came out of that too like yeah. really good shit yeah and don't worry I mean, we didn't break any crazy halloween kills news or anything like that because you know it, it's one of those awkward things it's like if you do break news then you're basically getting the person you're interviewing in trouble <laughs> we try not no. to do that <laughs> you know what i mean I was waiting on it. Like, yeah, if we'd asked her something that she couldn't answer, one of her handlers would come out from the side and punch her in the face with a boxing glove. Be like, how dare you? <laughs> Literally, oh, yeah. Ryan Tur- Kurt comes out and <laughs> punches her. You know, that, like that big hand that Jimmy Fallon uses, like the slap me game? Yeah. Like, just <laughs> her in the face, like, jackass. No. 
she was super, super nice and really easy to talk to. And she gave some great answers, some awesome insight to what it was like being her on Halloween. And y'all got to check. We're going to, we're going to review it. I think, I think next, next week is when we'll be able to review it on the first. So one of the upcoming live streams, we'll review her new movie on the live stream. It's called sun. And she's the main star uh, along with Emile Hirsch. And it's a horror movie that feels like an A24 type vibe movie. We can't say anything because we can't review it till then, but keep your eyes out for sun because you guys are going to fucking like it, man. It's a great movie. She's really a good. fucking actress, dude. Like, yeah, dude. I couldn't remember the lady's name, and I was trying to compare. Like, I was like, but I couldn't remember the, the chick's name in Hereditary. It reminded me of the main girl in that. The Tony way that Collette. She, Tony Collette. The way that she broke character, like, the, not broke character, but the way that she, like, like, was able to get that, like, super fucking powerful emotional kind of performance. I think she's going to be huge, dude. Yeah, I mean, I really do. After watching that movie, like she was great in Halloween, but in that movie, holy tits! Yeah, I think she's gonna be big. Um, mm-hmm. Jonathan Mann with the first super chat of the night. Thanks, man. He says, "Jay, your Doctor Loomis sounds like Jeremy Irons from uh, LW3." LOL, Mike. If you could ask John Carpenter one question, what would it be? Oh, that's a really good question. What's LW3? I don't even know what that is. That, what is uh, that? Jeremy Irons from LW3. I don't know. I feel like we should know that. I just kind of skirted I, it. I don't, know, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's not like some kind of discontinued WD forty. I want to say Lethal Weapon three. Maybe he meant Die Hard three. Yeah, cause that would make sense. You know. Mm. Um, if I could ask John Carpenter one question, that's really tough. That's something you'd really have to think about for a while. But I'll just say this: I'll say if I could ask John Carpenter one question, I, I would say, why do you think that nobody's been able to make? A, a Michael Myers movie as scary as yours. No, you know what I would ask him? I would ask him, I don't care if you want to or not, John, but if for some reason you're directing the next Halloween movie and it's your story and you can do whatever the hell you want to it, what would that be? You can't say you don't want to direct it. You have to direct it. You have to write it. What is your story for Michael Myers? And he'd probably like, go Maybe fuck yourself. I'm John Carpenter. You'd be like, when was the last time you smiled? 1971? <laughs> I would fuck it up and be like, do you like McRibs? <laughs> Say like, I like big ribs. They're good. Not really, big <laughs> ribs is fucking gross. I never did like them. Oh man, uh, the YouTube will be on, or the interview will be on the the YouTube, Jeremy, uh, Jerry. And I saw that some people were asking about what happened to the other day's live stream. That shit went foobar as fuck. Uh, what happened was we ended the stream and we're sitting here and fucking OBS Streamlabs started a brand new stream. Uh, so I quickly ended that stream and then went to delete the short one. And when I deleted the short one that wasn't supposed to be the the regular one would no longer work so it was like some weird fucking thing in youtube just broke and uh i i contacted a guy at youtube i spent the day on it the other day he's gonna get me back in a couple days and they say they might be able to find it and fix it we'll see yeah that I, the only thing i could figure out was the way back thing and that didn't even have the url at all like i mean it usually has all the urls but it says for some reason this url hadn't been captured it's because we fucking suck and even them were like nah, we're not keeping that garbage yeah youtube will probably recover it and be like i'm not i'm not airing this you all i hope they do that'd be i i, I thought that was a good live stream so thor's I, I, want, I want it back sorry thor's going crazy in the back room he's probably got like a mailman or something in there just eating his chest out that sounds familiar <laughs> intel wild thanks buddy says don't know if you guys mentioned this already but i heard the end script is already floating around uh it better fucking not be floating around all online i hope to god it's not will you people just stop leaking the goddamn halloween scripts so we can be surprised fuck 
Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't even. T- I wouldn't touch that shit at all. Like, no. even if I got a, I got access to it, and I knew it was legit. I'd be like, "Fuck this." I'm we had not. multiple opportunities to read the Halloween Kill script, and we were like, "I don't want to." I really don't. I'm not even a little bit. I don't fucking want it's to. The worst ever. Eduardo Santiago says, "Let's see if y'all missed this one, like my last three, but that's okay. Love all the wham fam faces. And if we, mi- hey man, if we missed one, just email it to me. I'm sorry. You sick son of a bitch. What happened? <laughs> we saw that shit though." One for four. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Uh, we do our best, but they disappear if we don't get to them in time. And if we're in the middle of a news story or something, sometimes they escape us. But if anybody ever has a super chat miss, just email me and we'll start the next show with it if that happens. I promise. Um, Drew Harry says, I want to work for Wham. Mike and Jay, I'll move to KY. Come on. Come on. Come on. Are you talking about the state or are you talking about some jelly? Because <laughs> you'll be close. Uh, yeah, come on. It's going to be our, our KY jelly guy. You know what's funny? Beat us out there at the Cracker Barrel and we'll sign you up. Yeah, he's the KY Jelly guy. All right, bye the oversized checkers board. (laughs) He likes to party. I am Rod and I like to party. Um, Well, actually, what's funny about that is I actually posted an ad uh, on on some uh, weird website uh, for like an intern. Like it'd be a a paid intern um, somewhat, but for someone to maybe produce these live streams. I don't know if it's going to work out. We're going to find anybody or if that's even possible to do remote, uh, you know. But we'll see what happens. We we may end up with a with a third member, a silent party who's um who's doing some some cool shit, and they can make all this live stream run so that you know we can just focus on giving you all the horrible entertainment you've come to expect. Like, and we have to look in each other's eyes and like make like eye contact and like lip like kisses and shit like that. We can't do that when everything else is going on. That's true. By the way, Clinton did ask uh, why there's no fights tonight. We're trying to space those out as much as we can because I mean, you know, they're fun as shit to do, but also there's a lot of effort to put you know to go in to make those lists and on top of that uh you 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 can run out of lists like you don't want to fucking wind up with like okay so mary poppins versus dorothy of oz who wins no (laughs) and you're like oh shit i don't know that's a good one though yeah so but they there's they're still gonna be around i mean they're still part of the shows it's just tonight we're gonna do a little something different it's okay Mm -hmm. yeah i just don't want to don't want to hit people overhead with it too much you know keep it fresh and exciting when we do it Fresh and clean. Like when I have a quesadilla. Uh, Austin, you know, it's like when you go to Taco Bell, you might get the grilled stuffed burrito every time, but sometimes you want to order nachos, you know? I want those to be the nachos. Yeah. What? It's, I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about, Jay. Uh, Austin I, says... I, I out, literally, I, I was like, I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> Austin says, if I have a son, should I name him Max Power? I like that name. That's a good fucking name. That's a powerful name. Like the last name itself. Like it, when it, when they like if I ever meet him, my name Max, which I haven't met many of them, but I, Mighty Max, Mighty Max. Do you remember those little play sets that you could put in your pocket? Like you could open them up and they just had the little figures in them. They were Mighty Max. Yeah, yeah, I remember that shit. Mighty Max. Yeah, I like that shit. Power Mighty Max, Duracell. Uh. Max Power. It also sounds like a villain that Superman just can't beat. You always gotta think about the next kid, though. Like, if you name him Max Power, you gotta give the next kid a cool name, but it can't be more than Max. And what's more than Max? I don't know. But you want to be below Max, and then you're gonna have trouble. He's gonna Ultra. have an inferiority complex his whole life. Max Power and Ultra Power. I like that. Max and Ultra. Ultra Max. Max, Max. Ultra. Max Ultra. Ultra pretty, Max batteries. That's pretty good, dude. Ultra Max sounds like mm-hmm. it does. Like a, yeah, but he's also they're gonna call him Power again, Maxi Pad. If they get together and they're in middle school or even high school, probably they'll be like, "Oh, look, it's the Ultra Max, t- the tampon twins." Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And especially if they're not like you know, good at defending themselves. Yeah, they'd have to be football players. Then you could call them Ultra Max. That'd be badass. Ultra Max on the defensive line. That'd be nice. Yeah, they got oh, Ultra yeah. Max tandem. I like that. 
I like it too. Blood Red Skies said, did live chat overwhelm Andy? Why was it not live? No, no, it wasn't her. It's just that uh, I think that the you know companies knew that we were going to be talking about Halloween. And I don't think that you know um, uh, they, they want to have too many people without a publicist available to do uh, streams live this far off. Because, you know, especially with us, I'm sure someone was like, we'll let you do it because you're nice and you're good to those boys and we appreciate it, but it can't be live, which is totally understandable. I'm just happy she freaking did it, man. That was cool shit. Yeah, and she was gracious. And I, and I know for a fact she'd been fine with the live stream, but like Mike was saying, but, you know, people, you know, outside of her control were like, no, no, don't. First off, we, you better be lucky that we're even letting you go on the, with those two asshats. And we're not going to put you <laughs> on a fucking live stream with them. Because <laughs> yeah. who knows what kind of weird shit they might pull out and be like, hey, what do you think about this dildo flopping around in your face on a live stream? You're like, well. <laughs> exactly. Hey, shout out to the mods in here tonight. Jamie and Vanessa both both mm. doing their thing. That's awesome. And uh, uh, shout out to all you guys for, for fucking hanging out with us tonight. We're over almost 250 already, early in the night. We are going to be doing a Halloween ranking, and uh, uh, it's actually going to be pretty cool because I think – I don't know if this is the first time because the last couple of the rankings that we've done, we did them on podcasts, but I don't know if that was a list that you and I had made together, and then we picked the best ones, and we were – like we kind of did this like voting thing where I picked one, Mike picked one, but this is I think the first time we've actually written our own ranking, specifically our own rankings. I think so, yeah. And plus, that last one was a podcast. Uh, yeah. So I know there's a lot of comments on that one. Like, I want a video one. I want a video one. And we were like, what can we do to make tonight extra special on this spicy. fine Friday evening? I just pull that dick warm. up a little bit more so I can suck on it. <laughs> <laughs> but we thought, yeah, let's just do our fucking Halloween ranking, especially with kills coming out because that's going to change. We'll have to do it again. It'll be a good fucking time. Yeah, man. I have no doubt that when Halloween kills and ends comes out like those those lists are going to be shuffled and shaked really oh, nice. yeah so we'll do that and and roll. we'll do that in the final hour of the show uh we also got some movie news to talk about what did you watch since i last saw your stupid head uh honestly the last the last thing i've watched was sun and that fucked me up for a couple of days i had had a cup i had to have some sunshine on my face just to get out of it but other than that i've just been playing um <laughs> this is I mean, this is old. It's like it's it's geeky, but I've I've been trying to decide between um, playing Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI on the Super Nintendo. <laughs> I got one of those retro machines, and dude, I swear to God, I start Chrono Trigger, and then I because I I started them when I was a kid. I never beat them, so I started playing those, and then I would go back, and I was like, Nah, I'm gonna do Final Fantasy VI, and it's like, Nah, I should go to do Chrono Trigger, and then I, I go online, I get obsessed with like which one's better, and then the, there's lists. Like Chrono Trigger by a hair, or they'll say FF6, but that's literally the last thing I've been watching. Or that, that's our doing. That's 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 exactly what I do with movies, though. Like I will literally make food. I'm like, I can't wait to sit down, eat my food, and watch a movie. But then I get so stressed out about what to pick that my food gets cold, and I just end up picking yeah. someone I don't even want to watch and switching it 20 minutes later. Uh, by the way, uh, Corn Pone Flick says, "Is that Sun S U N or S O N Sun?" As in. Your your adopted son, your mother doesn't even love you. <laughs> yeah, uh, c- comes out March the fifth, uh, yeah. and again we'll have a review and we'll talk all about it. It's it's great. Drew Harry says, "Where do I send my app for internship? DM, DM you on Insta." Um, yeah, that's cool, man. Arizona that's... State University <laughs> <laughs> online degrees. Send it to thoriseadog.com. That's the best one. He, Trust me, those degrees are legit. He screens everyone for us. That's what he does. <clears throat> How much um, did you pay for your PhD? Two proofs of purchase? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like that he just laid down off camera. There was like, Ooh. yeah, that's uh, that's that's Doctor Thoris. <laughs> <laughs> I I I watched anything, dude, except for uh, I've been watching Halt and Catch Fire. 
um, which is it's an old TV show about the creation, I think, of IBM. Uh, but yeah. it's got it's got the badass <clears throat> Lee Pace in it. Uh, most one of the most underrated actors that has ever Super graced the screen. Uh, Lee Pace and Scoot McNary are these dudes who team up to to create a company together, and just shit goes fucking foobar. And it's crazy. It's like it's about computer stuff, yeah, but it's also about you know entrepreneurial it's shit. How Windows was made. Yeah. Bill Gates. <laughs> it's it's like just like that shit. Yeah, but there's. I mean, there's... That, do you remember that that old HBO movie that where that the the Bill Gates movie? Like I'm talking about in the '90s. Where they tripped acid. That was fuck. That was a. Uh, it was like silicone or silicon. So I don't know. It was fucking good though. That yeah, they let us job. watch that in school. We're like, that guy's oh. tripping acid. It's so uh, good. But it's it's like that. But dude, it's just it's a lot more detailed and the fucking soundtrack and the whole thing. It's one of the most underrated shows in history, dude. It it, it really is. And uh, it's it's like it you know it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's got a bunch of crazy wild stuff. And I love the fucking show so much. Sounds um, good. I like it. I like dirt. So this is just dirt with geeks, and I like yes. it. And uh, it's, by the way, it's on uh, Netflix uh, too. Uh, Noah Jones, I, I forgot about that. I did. I did watch that. Um, uh, they asked if we'd watched Wandavision. I did. I did just watch episode eight today. Man, you're gonna fucking love it when you is, get. I, I, like, is that the last episode? No, I, I think they got. A, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was scheduled for ten episodes or what. But dude, it was fucking good. I know that some people didn't like the last two episodes because it's a little slower. It's not as, you know, I don't know. But dude, the way they're setting this thing up, fuck, it's gonna be good. And I, I'm still holding out hope. There's a lot of people holding out hope that we might get to see uh, a little bit of uh, a Fassbender show up here, or Ian McKellen. I heard that that could be a possibility. I still haven't watched anything but the first two episodes, but I do want to go back and watch it when it ends so that we can actually do a proper review well, dude, for it's, it. It's, it's, it's done real fucking well, and they're setting it up for some sexual magic at the end, like some sexual thunder that will clap off the cheeks of every fanboy and girl in the world. Apparently, there's only one more episode, according to the chat. Nine episodes. Ooh, God, go. Well, you know, the, the way that the, this one ended, I, I, it, was, it, was pretty, it was pretty emotionally heavy. Um, yeah. We'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess they unless they're going to are they going to do a season two? Because that's the other thing. I mean, I don't know if it's, if, if it's a one shot one division. That's it. And then it's going to go into the next Marvel uh, phase. But yeah, dude, it's fucking amazing. It's really good. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch. It. So I guess I better get on that. Uh, I also look forward to watching that Woody Allen doc that's coming on HBO Max. Apparently, dude did some fucked up shit and they got a whole documentary it? about it. It's about it's like Allen versus Woody Allen. Yeah, he's a nasty motherfucker. I don't know the story at all, uh, so I'm going to go into it almost bare bones. I might start watching that tonight. There's one episode out already, uh, but it's apparently pretty fucking crazy. Mr. Joker says Pirates of Silicon Valley. Yeah, that's what I was talking that's about. That's what it was. He's like, yeah. I'm so high right now. <laughs> oh, Jared, man. Uh, Joel Mayberry says, no, it's a one-shot. Mm, okay. so And that makes oh. sense. And this is why, I mean, they already brought in, um, which is not spoilers. I mean, you guys have been on the internet enough to know. Evan Peters was in one episode, like, well, episode and a half, uh, Ask Quicksilver. So they're already pretty much opening up the doorway for the 20th Century Fox uh, X-Men to come in. So I, I – but even though I did – I swear we read either it was McAvoy or Michael Fassbender or both, but I'm pretty sure it was McAvoy that said he had no plans on coming to do anything with Marvel. Like, it was done. Like, he was not coming back. That was it. I'd be surprised if they went that route. Of course, I don't even know what it pertains to. I just know that I've seen people saying it. Mark Dorman says, Mike, the wall behind you says new releases, yet I see a movie from 1931. Explain yourself. Um, well, they don't make VHSs new anymore, God damn it, Mark. It's a blast from the past. I mean, I guess if you did want to get technical with it, you would, have, you would really want to have all the movies be from, like, the same year. That would be kind of cool. If, like, you went yeah. back... 
like if you had maximum fundage and like access to all the VHSs you want to and you kept changing it. like today I think I'm going to put up um uh June of 1983 or 19 no, they didn't have it. Uh, June of 1996 and then like just separate them by that that would be pretty dope well maybe they are new releases to people that haven't seen them have you ever thought about that <laughs> hey man I got fucking five more of these bitches out in the garage and wow. I got a I got an even bigger new release sign in the garage, and it, literally I have no space in my garage. You were there, you were here the other day. We were like scooting between fucking shelves and shit like that. Yeah, man. I I mean I would love to have one, but I mean there's just no way. I just don't have the room for it. But it looked they're they're great. But I mean the plan is is when we have you know uh, uh, we have some faint dreams of possibly having a little studio at some point, building one. Uh, you know, far off into the future. Well, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a clubhouse made of sticks, but yeah. it's still gonna be something. <laughs> and then we'll line them all up, and we'll, we're our 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 hopes and dreams are to create a studio and literally make it into a uh, like a like a blockbuster like a video rental place and film all our videos there and like real like I, dude i've always wanted to have like the actual old school box desk in the corner have the ms dose computers and we would be like the clerks and then we would have that, like the polos have a, you, you have a glass case with all the candies and shit yeah. and you have the gumball machine oh my god can we say yes sir that, i'll do uh yeah I, by the way um i i told you i forgot about that yes there is a, also a very strong possibility, which I do feel like that's probably more likely that Doctor Strange, Benedict uh, Cumber sexual patch will show up at the last episode because it's going to uh, lead into the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, that the multiverse thing. That would make a lot of sense, too. Uh, thank you for the super chat, Mud Nelson. Appreciate that. And then thank you, Big Tom Todd Fair, man. Appreciate that. He says, do you guys miss the regular croutons, not the big spicy ones you see at salad bars today? I like the small garlic croutons that does not exist anymore. <laughs> that was literally yeah, his those, fucking super chat. Those fucking big ass garlic croutons were like some. You'd sit at home and just eat the shit out of those. You'd be like, "Fuck yeah, man!" Like these aren't <laughs> calorie inducing. <laughs> hey man, I haven't seen a salad bar since COVID started. I stay I stay away from the buffets. All right, I have I have tiny rules that I follow, but that's one of them. I wipe down my groceries and I don't go to buffets. But I like spicy croutons. I do, uh, but you know you can buy those Todd in bags. My dad, mm. it's just like the fucking worst thing you could do. My dad would literally buy a bag of croutons, like the garlic croutons we were talking about, and then he yeah. would get butter and he would dip them in fucking butter and eat them shits. I bet Ooh, he still does it. I that's some wild ass magic right there. Holy shit, that's some chaos magic from the Scarlet <laughs> Witch. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, that's actually what the hell they ended it. But anyway. Uh, yeah, the garlic, man. I used to, I remember I would eat the shit out of those, and then mom would like try to make a salad. She's like, oh, Larry, who ate all the croutons, which is my dad's name. I was like, I didn't do it. <laughs> I'd eat the shit out of like that little fat kid, like open the cupboard. I have like handfuls of them throughout the day because those are addicting, man. Those croutons are addicting as fuck. Yeah, croutons are great, dude, because you can pretend that like, you know, you're eating healthy, but you're not. It's just straight car fried bread. Carbs. You're eating bread. Yeah. <laughs> Dry bread. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, all right, let's do some movie news. Let's do some movie news. Let's get into it. Have you heard about any of the crazy-ass shit that's going on today, man? Well, I saw, I did see, um, as I was uh, scrolling, paroling uh, through Facebook, I did see uh, uh, somebody had shared a title. Or I think someone tagged us in it or something, was uh, uh, that, that they were recasting or rebooting Superman with J.J. Abrams behind it. And I, I, you know, immediately when I was, I got sick to my stomach, like someone just hit me in my old taint hola. And I'm like, you know, I felt like that Michael Jordan gif where it's like, stop it, get some help. Like, you know, because it, it, it really is like, it's like, dude, you guys are basically saying, fuck you, Henry Cavill. You're letting his dick just swing in the wind and it doesn't matter anymore. And then on top of that, you're going to have J.J. fucking Abrams. Now, listen, I used to be a defender of Abrams and I liked Abrams a lot. But with what he did with Star Wars and he fucked that to hell along with what Lucasfilms did, I'm not saying it was just him. 
but he copy and pasted the force awakens which i didn't hate and i didn't love it was a i mean we gave it a high rating when it came out but really watching it again it's a copy and paste from a new hope and then he had to come back in uh for the skywalker film the last of them just to kind of get it back on track dude you know to be honest i'm not comfortable with jj abrams being behind the guy i'm just not i don't think jj abrams is a good point or a good pick two things about that i I agree with some of the stuff you said for sure dude but two things about that i mean he's only producing it right so it's just bad robots going to be producing it so he won't be Mm -hmm. directing it uh but they did say and i'll pull up the actual story here uh while we're talking uh the I guy like Han Solo, though like well, i got a bad feeling about this right well the, so the guy that's going to be writing it is ta uh, nahesi coates and i don't know if i'm saying that right or not that's the best i can do uh if you look at his imdb there's almost nothing there i mean it's almost completely bare uh what he has done apparently is he's written some black panther comic books and he's written some stuff like that and then, then it came out that um they're the reason they're doing this is that this is going to be a black superman um, they're gonna they're gonna take a foray and they're gonna introduce a black Superman, and that's the whole idea here. Um, two questions that you a- you ask yourself automatically is number one, what about Henry Cavill? And that was my initial thing too. I said, what yeah. the fuck? Like Cavill deserves. He said he wants to play Superman. Let him play fucking Superman. What is the and goddamn? Also, he's one of the best Supermans ever. Like yeah. And, and, and the initial story that came out said that, you know, Cavill said he wants to play him, so maybe that's in the cards. But then it came out, it's like, they're like, no, we're doing a black Superman movie. So mm-hmm. if you go back and you look, Michael B. Jordan, uh, there's a story a couple years ago where Michael B. Jordan that. went to Warner Brothers and pitched a black Superman with, I, I'm guessing, him in the starring role. And they said they're considering it at a later date. So a lot of signs point to this being that. But here's the thing about Henry Cavill. This doesn't mean, uh, in my mind, it doesn't mean that Henry Cavill is not going to be uh, a, a Superman going forward either. I think that they're going to do two Supermans. I think they're, they're going to introduce a black Superman. And, and it's happened before in the comics. I mean, obviously, it's happened with Steel. Uh, and then it happened with uh, twice before that, right? It happened with, what's the dude's name? There's an alternate, yeah, there's an alternate dimension version of Superman where he is, you know, he's black and whatever. But here's the thing, what I'm looking at. Calvin Ellis a, is the guy's name. Calvin and they, Ellis, yes, they did I, it after Barack Obama, and he kind of. Cool, and I like, I, his story's pretty cool, and I like his costume. Him, but the part the thing about it is you've not done dick at all like not a fucking thing with henry cavill that's been just hanging in the wind with man of still since what 2007 yeah. 2008 he's not done one single sequel that dude is like what if i were warner brothers i'd be like maybe i should establish that character a little bit better a little bit more like in like fleshed out Mm -hmm. and then i can focus on other shit which is fine and there's no problem with a black superman that's fine i mean again like he's a great character in the comic books it's just the fact that the henry cavill situation is really you have dicked him over the years for a long fucking time and i don't know why i have no idea why because he's been enthusiastic about the role he looks like goddamn clark Kent. his chin could literally cut diamonds (laughs) his fucking abs i want to fucking wash my clothes on him and, the, and and he's and he's a nice guy on top of it. He literally looks like Superman, and he wants to play him. And he also, by the way, passed up James Bond to do it. I mean, I yeah. know that he was technically young. So you have a great Superman right there. Why not focus on doing that first, getting that go- going, yeah. then open up the doorway for the other things? Like, I don't understand why you no. can't just do that. That would be my number one priority. And the other guy's Val Valzad. Is it Valzad? Is the other Valzad. the, yeah, the other black Superman? And he's he's um, he was a pacifist at first. When yeah. he first came down. So, I mean, there have been 
Black Superman stories in the past. And again, I have no problem with a Black Superman story or a Miles Morales story with Spider-Man. Uh, it's n- nothing like that that bothers me. But again, I'm right there with you. My number one concern is, A, what, what's going on with Henry Cavill? Why can't we do that? Uh, are we still going to do that? And if so, great. Uh, maybe they're doing two, and maybe you know what? Maybe they're 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 putting this version of the DC over here, and they're saying, "Hey, uh, we have Bad Robot. We have a whole production company that's going to come in, and their their sole purpose is going to be uh, the the new Superman movie, uh, the Black Superman." And then th- it, we literally can still put all of our forces into a Henry Cavill Superman if we want to. What yeah. what concerns me though is that why did they feel the need to leak this news now? Right before Snyder Cut releases in uh, what uh, fucking twenty days, Snyder Cut pull, comes out in twenty days. So it seems, pull. yeah, it seems like what they didn't want. It seems to me like Warner Brothers had plans for this, and then they said, "Well, when this movie comes out, we don't want people to get super excited and start demanding like they did the Snyder Cut, demanding a Superman too." So we put this out now. We say, "No, we're already in plans to do a Superman." Henry Cavill's gone. It, honest to God, feels like Warner Brothers doesn't fucking want Henry Cavill to play Superman. No. Well, here's yeah, that's uh, I think that's the truth. I think they just want. Well, here's two things. One, I got it. The chat's like it's 2013. I'm sorry, I got that fucking wrong. But it was 2013. But nonetheless, that doesn't take away from how long it's been since a man is still part two. Is it's never happened. Okay, right. you're talking about two years from now. That's ten years. That's long a long time. fucking time. It's a long fucking time. But anyway, uh, yeah, I agree. I think that what what I think that Warner Brothers are have convinced themselves that Zack Snyder is not good for the company. They don't want him to be their their guy anymore and anything associated with Zack Snyder, they're trying to flush down the commode. They're trying to get it away, get rid of the, in the toilet. Mm-hmm. So that'd be Zack Snyder. Uh, that'd be Henry Cavill. That'd be anything associated with Zack Snyder. So therefore they can make a movie with completely independent of Zack Snyder's vision because, and, I, and it's stupid and it's fucking bullshit. But every time you, they, they look at Henry Cavill, they're going to see Zack Snyder written all over him. Cause yeah. it's like, that's the, that's Snyder's pick. That was Snyder's guy. That's Snyder's man of steel. Which again, I don't get the hate for, but this is the dumbest. Sh- like you know, I I feel like Warner Brothers is is a big fat fucking kid with so much money that all they want to do is burn ants with a magnifying glass. They don't want to do anything <laughs> with that money, like construction. Like I wish I had their fucking money because I was like, dude, I guarantee fucking to you, I would put to work and make a, a badass fucking comic book movie. That guess what? There'd be no politics. There'd be no bullshit in it. It would just be a great fucking movie. And I would say fuck you to Twitter or whoever else was calling for all this bullshit that they're calling for nowadays. Because it just feels like this is such a, a, a sloppy, dumb move that they're listening to uh, people on their inner circles telling them, hey, man, you need to do it this way and get rid of that Zack Snyder motherfucker and then do yeah. it like this so you can get uh, you can get Internet claps on the back. That's yeah. what you need. That's what you need, Warner Brothers. And then on top of that, Warner Brothers, you got to you got to suck the dick of Marvel. You got to suck that big old Mickey Mouse dick so you can just be like them. <laughs> like, that's another thing. It's like, again, there's room for both. If I were in the position of Warner Brothers, you've already got an established awesome Superman, Henry and Henry Cavill. You've already got him. He looks great. He's an awesome actor. He's enthusiastic. He's a geek. He can relate to people. All that good stuff. You do nothing with him. You say fuck him and you and you let him just drift in the wind while defending. He's defended. Uh uh, the, the Warner Brothers to a degree, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm still Superman." Uh, he even comes out and says, "I'm still Superman." Like, I want to be Superman. So you get a, you get all this shit. I don't know, man. It's 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 a tragic way to to, to basically give the middle finger to the Henry Cavill. And if yeah. I were that motherfucker, I'd be like, "Fuck you!" And I guess what? I'm gonna go be James Bond now, and I'm gonna fucking rule it. It smell it, dude. That's what it smells like. It definitely smells like that's what's going on. That being said, 
perfect scenario would be we get a black Superman, which I think would be rad as fuck, but we also get Henry Cavill. And and, and 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 they embrace they embrace their not Marvelisms. Uh, they they embrace the the multi dimensional stuff, the one offs. The we're just gonna make buck of movies. I have no problem with four goddamn Supermans existing. I have no problem with four Batmans existing. It's pretty fucking simple. If you're not an idiot, you can look at it and you can say that's that Superman. This is this Batman. This this Superman. Everything doesn't have to be a goddamn universe. You don't have to force 567 fucking Easter eggs in a movie so people can do YouTube videos about it. Just make fucking movies for the sake of making goddamn movies. And I hope that's what they do. But we'll see. Uh, in today's climate news, that's the problem. You can't do it. It's always yeah. got to be some other fucking bullshit tacked onto it to make it work. And here's the thing. Again, a black Superman, okay, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't think it was a problem to begin with. But but do your like your established character that you have in Henry Cavill, your Superman, flesh it the fuck out. Like, yeah. you've already got a great fucking setup, and now you're just saying fuck that because it's not popular to do it or some shit. Fuck that. Like, get on God the fucking damn, horn, man. Motherfucker. Find Carmen San Diego somewhere. <laughs> get it done. The Shape of the Shadows, uh, really appreciate that, man. Thanks a lot. It says, hey, Mike and Jay, do you guys think that Michael will beat Jason's kill count? Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, 100%. Jason's yeah. in jail. Jason's in fucking court jail right now. He's he's sitting behind bars waiting for the fucking trial to finish, and it's never going to fucking finish. So Michael's just going to keep, and it's, when Kills comes out, have you heard about the body count in that? I think he's fucking, he might do it in one goddamn movie. Yeah, dude. Well, based on who we've talked to and stuff like that, they've already said that Michael goes ape shit pretty much. I mean, that's yeah. pretty much what they've been hinting at, especially in Halloween <laughs> Kills and pro- possibly even in Ends. At that point, uh, <laughs> Jason's going to be like, God damn, like I got to get my mom to bail me out with her fucking head because <laughs> I'm making my name look bad out here in the streets. Yeah, dude. Uh, Greg Harris. Uh, by the way, this is Greg Harris's fucking birthday. A beautiful man. Happy birthday, Greg Harris. Like oh yeah, man. Greg is fucking awesome. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I, I wish you a happy birthday earlier, dude. Like, goddamn, you looking good. You looking sexy, Greg. Holy shit. And by yeah. the way, also, uh, and I, I mentioned that earlier when he wished me happy birthday as well. That that hard work, man. You've been putting in. You've been putting in the time, dog. And you mm-hmm. looking good. You looking stacked. It's gonna pay off come beach season, buddy. Oh yeah. You're gonna be mm-hmm. out there fucking killing. Uh, he says, love oh, the hey, background, Mike. Y'all stay says, sexy. Uh, you stay oh. sexy. You hey, bastard. Sexy always. Will Arwine says there's always been a black Superman. It's called Meteor Man. I love Meteor Man. Dude. I <laughs> forgot all about that. That movie's fucking funny as shit. The Lords. <laughs> Meteor Man. I do. That's a movie I need to watch. Again. I can't I, find it, dude. I tried to buy it on Amazon. You can't fucking get it. Meteor oh, Man is fucking great, dude. No. I have to pirate that bitch then. I need to watch that again. I haven't seen that since I was a kid, but I loved it. I love it when they get like because he can absorb the knowledge from a book, and they do that. Uh, Come on, move this. Shake that thought. He's like, touch my hand. Oh, shit. Uh, Brandon Berry says, if they do a black Superman Denzel Washington for General Zod, that, dude, Denzel Washington would be a great fucking Zod. Holy shit. I think, uh, yeah, General Zod, he, he, if he wanted to do that, that'd be great. I mean, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, it's hard to pick, because everybody, you know, here's the thing. Everybody talks shit on Tom Hardy, because it's like, oh, Tom Hardy's mentioned. Michael B. Jordan is mentioned in almost in every conversation. That's true, too. Yeah. It's 100%. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. I, like, think, it's nah, just, I think I'm the only one. There's a lot of other people out there that could do the role really well, too. It's not just Michael B. Jordan. On And I'll be I'll be completely honest with you. I like the idea of a black Superman. I don't like the idea of it being Michael B. Jordan. There, I said already, it. Well, it'd be technically I, speaking, they could do that, because Chris Evans was the human torch. He was the human torch. I don't know. But nonetheless, I... Look, Michael B. Jordan's. I also think he's going to be wrapped up in his own Rocky movies for a while. So he's not even probably, you know, I don't know. I just don't see Michael B. Jordan giving a shit enough to do it. I just, yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to picture, um, 
to picture Michael B. Jordan um, in the role. Uh, there's a ton of dudes that I think would do a really good job for it. I just think uh, <laughs> I wish Wesley Snipes was younger, dude. <laughs> Wesley Snipes would be a badass fucking oh, Superman. Uh, he would be. He'd actually be really good. But, I, but it's all right. Like every time I think of Wesley Snipes, I always I, it just immediately goes to Blade. Like he's just too much of a badass to fucking fit inside the Boy Scout. Yeah, that's an interesting. Um, that's a really interesting segue, by the way, because there's some crazy fucking Blade news. Before we get to that, Jeff Harris, thanks, buddy. He says, apparently Warner Brothers turned down a lot of scripts, including Cavill. I don't know the source, but I know a lot of channels I follow mention that Warner Brothers has turned down scripts for Cavill Superman. Fucking why? Again, fucking why? It's, it's related to Zack Snyder. <sighs> I mean, if, it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist here, you guys, to figure this out, all right? They don't like Zack Snyder. They don't want anything to do with Zack Snyder. They're trying to move forward away from Zack Snyder. By the way, they could. you could also point this out. Zack Snyder kind of talks shit on those guys' great fucking brilliant move with Joss Whedon's Justice League by releasing his own cut because of the fan demand. So they, they're, they're done with it. They don't want him anymore. That's 100% the accurate truth. They're yeah. like, no, no, that motherfucker didn't defend Justice League. He didn't come out and say Joss Whedon's great. Nope. So Chase Bakes says Idris Elba is black Superman and Hobson Shaw. I think he might be too old for it, but God, would I've loved to have seen Idris Elba do it a few years ago. I think he would have fucking rocked the shit out of that. Idris Elba would have been really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, two there's actually a couple uh blades story news. So I'll go to that right now. Um let me go. It was that's what I was saying, by the way. It was Calvin Ellis. He was the guy that was like he was actually president, which would be a cool fucking wild storyline if they did that. But um this is crazy, dude. So I'll go with the bad first and mm -hmm. continuing um, uh, you know, uh the the blade speak. Marvel has basically come out and said they literally did say that Blade's not gonna be rated R. Oh well fuck I'm, I'm end of conversation. Delete it. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Fe Feige literal his words said i think we target everything we're doing for kids and adults so i think your question is more adult or r-rated uh he said other than deadpool which has already established itself as a certain genre and certain rating like fucking blade uh he didn't say that uh that was me he said that we already said uh, we would not mess with when we started working on deadpool which we have other than that uh we haven't encountered a story or a storyline or a character's journey that a pg-13 rating or the tone or the ratings we've been using up to this point has prevented us from telling that story we have not been held back by it if we ever are there certainly could be a discussion that could be had now that there's other outlets like star i don't know what that means but he says but that just hasn't been the case we've told all the stories that we wanted to tell with tonality and the ratings we have now Okay, well, that, that just sounds like a straight fucking cop-out and not answering the question. Like, why isn't it rated fucking R? It's Blade. Yeah. Answer the fucking question, you asshole. Yeah. Do you want me to answer the question? You need me on that wall. Like, I feel like that's how they're... Like, here's the thing. Blade is literally a rated R movie. It's no different than when you take Deadpool and put him in a PG-13 goddamn hot caca mess. It's the same <laughs> thing. It wouldn't yeah. work. It doesn't work because he's not a PG-13 character. It's just like Lethal Weapon didn't work when you made that a PG-13 mo uh, movie, you dumb bitch. It's literally the dumbest thing to do with the character. This is ridiculous, man. Like, that, that's not, like, and I, look, they could cast it great. They could write it great. It could be okay. But the, the point being is I, I wanted to rate it our Blade movie. I wanted that to come back. And look, you yeah, Blade Trinity sucked. I mean, it wasn't that good of a movie. But at least they maintained the fucking rated R all the way through it. Yeah, Ryan and Reynolds called somebody a cock-juggling thunder cunt. <laughs> Yeah, and, and Blade 1, I mean, one of the best goddamn Marvel comic book movies that they don't even talk about at all, 
and it it blazed the it, it blazed the way for a lot of movies. Yeah, and they don't talk about Blade at all. But dude, that just sucks. Big old donkey balls in the deserts of Sahara. It's everything I, I fucking hate about fucking Marvel. And dude, I get shit for it constantly. Like I, I get shit for it. every time I bring this up. I'm like, oh, you're fucking everything's got to be dark and gritty. Look, M- Marvel is literally. I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. Top to bottom, yeah. left and right. Everything I see Marvel fucking do, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot. I think that they're riding high on the yeah. amazing things that they've done, and they're fucking themselves because they they, yeah. they, they, they they think too high. They think they can do whatever the fuck they want. They can throw whatever properties out. They can take away whatever properties. They can keep X-Men on the back burner. They can do all this shit. And this is the number one problem. They are fucked. Their ceiling is capped. They cannot get very original. They cannot get. Uh, uh, they, they can't branch out because they're under the fucking Mickey Mouse umbrella. I mean, it dicked them hard. They they're, they can't even do fucking Blade rated R. So it's not going to have the fucking same bite. It's not going to have the 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 edge that it needs to fucking have. Uh, and it's just, dude, it's fucking sad. And that well, it's, here, it's I mean, everything I hate about Marvel. Break it down, man. I mean, you got this badass half breed in Blade. He hunts fucking vampires that suck the goddamn life force out of human beings by their blood. It's supposed to be a dark, gritty, violent type of film. And Blake cuts them bitches' heads off. And he does it with style and with sunglasses on that he wears at night and he doesn't care at all. That's the point. And you're going to tell me, oh, but, you know, we can make it PG-13, y'all. You've got to be smoking that PCP shit. Like, I don't Mm. know what the fuck you're doing. And look. Wolverine's fucked, too. Wolverine. Oh God, the Punisher! I'm afraid, and I don't know Damn how it. Ryan Reynolds is like, uh, like you know, skimping. Uh, like he's his panties are so tight because I'm sure he's fucking nervous right now because that big old rated PG-13 is on its way to Deadpool. I promise you that. And if they don't want to, but if they don't, no, it's Mickey Mouse Club, dude. They'll do whatever they want, and Ryan Reynolds will shut the fuck up about it. They'll be like, here, I'll stuff a bunch of money in your mouth, and they'll suck my dick. But yeah, uh, but the, the the whole by thing the way, Alien the, Predator, right? If they, I do, I just don't. You, you make, you make a company underneath that, that Disney doesn't even have to like talk about necessarily, like a, a Marvel Black or a Marvel Vertigo or a Marvel Whatever, and you put it on fucking Netflix or you put it on HBO or Amazon or something, and you make it fucking dark and nasty and gritty and violent and gory. And I'm talking about you throw Punisher on there, you throw Blade on there, you throw Morbius, which I, you know, we'll see what happens there. Deadpool, you, you create a separate company. And, and you're all good. And guess what? Marvel's going to make a shit ton of money doing that. I mean, they're going to make a shit ton even more money than they would otherwise. But, you know, it is what it is. We're just dumb shit nerds that, oh, it's rated R. Fuck yeah. I like to jerk off in, in blood. That's what we are. <laughs> oh, it's the same thing like when they said the Snyder Cut's going to be rated R, but it's like, oh, my God, so edgy. I'm like, that's fine. You guys can be that way. But when you got the Mickey Mouse over here doing this shit, and, they're, and you're, they're literally – we're so lucky to be in a time where superhero movies matter. We, You and I live through the age of no superhero movies. We oh, lived through the Dolph Lundgren Punisher, which not a fucking bad I movie, kinda, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but we lived through like that was the best you were going to get for a long fucking time. We lived through Spawn. Mm. Uh, we're at a, such a lucky point that that these movies are big and people are going to go see them and they're de- definite money makers. It seems like they're moving away from the fact that you also have to make fucking good goddamn movies. Like you just slap out whatever you want to. Ant Man, Edgar Wright, Edgar Wright would have had a way different vision for that movie. They kicked him the fuck off of it. Same thing, uh, Scott Derrickson. They're bringing in Sam Raimi and they're supposed to be supposedly making a horror movie out of Doctor Strange Two. How fucking mm-hmm. scary do you think that shit's going to be? It's not going to be Dude. fucking scary. And I love also, Sam Raimi, but they're going to Marvel's going to dick him. 
They're going to dick look at, him. Look at, look at Ghost Rider. Like, you talk about making a great horror movie with Ghost Rider, it would be a fucking amazing, and it would be scary, and it would be rated R, but it would be amazing at the same time. By the way, William Shatner, I understand. He's like, uh, Morbius is Sony, bro. I know, but it's owned by Marvel. And, I, yeah. and I'm not, I know it, but, you know, and they can do whatever they want, but at the same time, Marvel's got a fucking fistful of dollars, and they can do what they want. And it's like but, you said, dude, he's not, he's not just talking about, he doesn't even mention Blade. He's saying they're not doing anything R-rated outside of Deadpool, which means no Punisher, no fucking Dark Wolverine movies. They're just going to go None of hiatus. It. They'll just go on hiatus. They'll, they'll do the same thing with them that they did forever. They'll just act like they don't exist. Yeah. I mean, you, you just won't fucking hear from it. sucks. But, oh, yeah. God, it's Kevin Feige, and we'll die for you, Kevin Feige. We hey, will. and look, I'm not taking nothing away from uh, from Kevin uh, Feige at all. Like, I mean, that guy's a mastermind as far as how he, far he's planned. But he, he does it really well with the films that that you can play, you know, the rated PG-13. Like, you know, and I'm not saying they're all, like, super light and hearted or whatever. Endgame has some dark moments and shit like that. And even Iron Man 3 has some dark moments in it. But his vision works for that. He's got a great vision for that. I feel like maybe they should hire somebody else with a little dude. Get goddamn uh, Galmaro del Toro. <laughs> Some, something, something yeah. different. I dude, I honestly think Kevin Feige did a great thing, but I think he has a god complex now, and I and, and I think that you know, uh, and look, dude, all these things that are coming out, they're always talking to fucking stockholders. It's always fucking stockholder meetings and shit like that, like. Guys, yep. it's it's Marvel's fucking top heavy, man, and I think I, I think we're gonna see it fall a little bit. I really do. Over the coming years, I don't think that we're gonna look at Marvel so highly the way we do now, and it's gonna take a lot. I mean, hey, for baby. the media who loves Disney so fucking much, it's gonna take a long time before they actually well, recognize that that shit has become uh, copy and paste yep. uh, standard fare. You know, they'll never. I mean, look, they're they're media sweethearts. It's never going to happen in our, yeah. our our time unless they just make uh, one after the other movies that tank. But I don't see it happening in the Marvel universe. But I mean, William Shatner has he did bring up. He's like he's like a, he just wants some inbred Hulk, bro. And dude, if they ever did an old man Logan, old man Logan comic book, we like you'd have, dude. I would love to see that fucking series on HBO Max. Yeah. Whoa, we whoa we whoa we just fucking. Yeah, well, what? That's what I'm saying, dude. Just sell the R-rated characters you don't want to somebody fucking else. You don't need Blade. You don't fucking need him. Why are you doing me, a fucking... Let me, let me read this real quick. Uh, Marco V. Bellatoro, thank you so much. He says, Mike and Jay, what's your thoughts on a Latina actress play Supergirl in the Flash movie? She's fucking hot, and she's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw her picture, and I'm like, yeah, she looked good as shit. Yeah, who like, the fuck I, said Supergirl had to be white with blonde hair? I didn't. She looks fucking hot. Like, I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I don't care. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Like, I don't know if it bothers other people, but I thought, I didn't even know there was a thing. I saw her, and she's like, she's a pretty girl. Like, I mean, Supergirl is a pretty girl. I mean, and they cast right, so I mean, I'm fine with it. I mean, we'll see how her acting ability is, but yeah, I don't I, I don't know her. I, did, I never saw her in anything, but I, I saw the picture that she was cast as the new, new Supergirl. I'm like, yeah, I mean... Okay. Yeah. It's not with me. Looks cool I mean, to me, man. Here's the thing. I'm not a big Supergirl fan anyway. I don't give a shit if she's white, black, in between, uh, Mexican, uh, uh, Latino, uh, Indian. I don't give a shit because I don't follow Supergirl. I don't give a fuck one way or the other. So it doesn't, she's not like a character that I'm gonna be like, oh my God, did you hear Supergirl's gonna be the new Flash movie? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm like that with the race of almost any characters too. And I'm not just trying to like, you know, uh, placate or anything. I'm generally being honest. I don't care. Uh, about what race they make any character ever. What I care about is is if you know, you know, you, the the world's always it's always full of like all these heavy heavy topics and shit like that. And sometimes you can smell it. You can see oh they're only doing this 
because they want to run the, they want to take this story and they want to point it in this direction and they want to make it about this and I'm like dude everything's about that you know everything's about the the social justice stuff I just want a good movie um, now they can do good things with that if they have the right intentions but sometimes you can smell the bad intentions you know what I mean like I I, I think any fucking race can do any fucking movie they want to it's about the production and their actual intentions with that that sometimes scares me when they do this. Well, but it's it's always hard to say that as a white guy. I'll just be honest with you. You don't want to come off that way. You you almost can't say it because people are gonna be oh you're just a racist. No, that uh, that doesn't make you uh, racist. And they're uninformed assholes. But anyway, my point being is like I, I look at it like this: fuck your politics, give me a good movie. I've said that that should be a yeah. goddamn bumper sticker that people yeah. should have on their fucking license plates. Fuck your politics, give me a good movie. Yeah. And all that that being no said, though, Hollywood right there and those particular films, they yeah. don't. I mean, I understand you're trying to get a message across, and that's a good vehicle to do it. I don't know. Uh, fucking think of a different way of doing it because when I go to the movie theater, the last fucking thing I want to do is get involved in a political conversation on the fucking big screen. Yeah, just me the fucking good movie and you dumb asshole like it's it and if you do that if you do that there's a there's a there's a byproduct of it that's fucking awesome uh which does matter when uh you know uh w- w- when black kids see a black superman on screen being fucking awesome and doing shit now you know that's a good thing i think that's a good thing it doesn't all like they don't, oh, oh every fucking ba- badass amazing superhero that i see in the pg movies i know we've had blade and stuff like that for a long time i think that's really cool for them to see themselves in the hero on the screen uh in in a in a time that that used to not be that way that is a good byproduct of that the people doing it are the people i don't trust because they're they're doing it for nefarious reasons or whatever like oh i need to do this because i need this and this and that yeah Uh, at the ultimate at the end of the day if they make a good movie i don't give a fuck if they make a good movie i don't care you know you know what's weird is back in the day and it's strange man I, i just remember watching films and not giving a shit if the hero that i was watching that i thought was badass was black or white i could give a fuck less i yeah. could give a shit less i never cared i was like did you make a good movie was he badass did he whoop ass he yeah. did i liked it and i walked away be like that motherfucker was badass and they'd be like oh what color was he guess what nobody ever said that they're like cares. oh it was, oh yeah i haven't seen it yet was it good it was like it was fucking awesome yeah here's the, about the black superman thing in the black you know what i think that anybody of color and i like whether it be a, a latino or or an african-american or uh, an asian or whatever it may be they want to see a superhero that may be a representative of who they are, but that doesn't also mean that it, it like if it, it, like there's a, a great black superhero uh, in not only just Blade, but Spawn is and, and Static, and he's a great fucking superhero in DC. It just means that they want good stories told, like and, and characters created within like whatever race they are. They want those characters. Like you don't have to fucking take uh, existing characters and make them and be like, oh well, we'll make them uh, Latino or we'll make them uh, black or something for you. They don't want that. Like, don't fucking talk down to them. Just they don't, yeah, make- they don't want to feel placated either. They want you to make right. a. They want it to be natural. I think we all just want it to be natural. But I'm if just you so come sick out, and, of that shit. yeah. But there, and, and the sad thing is, is that there are people out there right now who are going. I don't want to see a fucking black Superman, and you know, and and you know, fuck those people. They're pieces of shit. The problem with today's society is, if you go, I don't want to see them take Superman and turn it into a political thing. I'd love to see a great black Superman. You get pumped right in line with the people who are saying, I don't want. To black superman you know what i mean yeah and so there, it's almost like no recourse you have to be like oh i can't say anything against this and it's a it's a it's a it's an unwinnable argument uh and but again it, we're not we're not political here and, no and the only reason why we're addressing this is because a lot of people try to drag us into this kind of debate or conversation yeah. but to be honest with you a hundred percent and i i mean and, and we've always said this one million percent we don't 
fucking care about your politics. I don't give a shit about any of that. I never have. We just are saying that we want good movies, but what really is a sickening fucking thing that you're seeing trending in Hollywood and other places is that these motherfuckers are so more interested in getting the internet claps on the back. They're more interested in getting people to be like, oh, good job. Let me stand up. That person deserves a hero award rather than giving us good fucking movie for escapism and just writing a good script and letting the fucking people decide based on the movie and not your politics. Yeah, that's it. Look at look at Blade, for instance. And when I mentioned, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a kid who's black watching uh, a superhero who's black on screen and and feeling empowered by that. And that's fucking awesome. I, I I'm pretty sure. And I, and I won't pretend to say that I know, but I'm pretty sure if I was that kid, I would be looking at that going, I, I don't want them to, to mention the fact his skin color every five seconds. I don't want them that's to it. dive this whole story into the fact that he's black. Can he just that's be a person? It. Can he just be a badass superhero? Does it always have to be about that? Like, I'm, I'm, like- I'm, I'm not just a black person. I'm also a person. And I, again, I'm not the person to see this. I'm a fucking white guy. I'll be very open and honest about that. That's just hey, I can, I can look I at it. you. Your skin fucking reflects I'm the goddamn sunlight. I'm real fucking white right now. Like I need some the, goddamn yeah. sun, dude. Your shit's like your, your your skin is like the fucking sandy beaches in the middle of the day. It reflects <laughs> know, off dude, the it's bad. It's fucking no, awful. Uh, anyway, no, yeah, it, yeah. Obviously, I mean, we're white, but I mean, yeah, it's the same thing, dude. Yeah, the the why would why does it matter? Like, why why when you watch a movie does it have to come up whether the guy is a black guy or a white guy? Like. Did you see that superhero on TV? It was a black man that jumped into a burning building and saved that girl. Like, why? Why you just say like that superhero jumped in that building and saved that girl? Yeah. Or I mean, like, why does it matter? It's a man or it's a human being. I don't give a fuck. It's yeah. a well, yeah, yeah. But you got to point out, you got to make sure that people know. Like, why? If you're sitting there, you don't want to be different. I mean, we're not different. We're all fucking human, you dumbasses. Yeah. Like, that's the fucking point. The color of your skin is not your fucking choice. It's just what you're born with. We're the same fucking human beings. If you cut, you fucking bleed. Like, that's the point. You can die yeah. the same way. I yeah. Like, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I don't want to sit in a movie and just have every fucking person call out, that was a black man. That was a white man. That was a Latino man. I was like, well, can we? I, I mean, I just saw a dude with a dick. He saved the, he saved the girl. So, <laughs> I, that, you know, that's the, that's the, it's the stupidest thing about white supremacy, too, by the way, is that these people, their whole ideals that I'm so proud that I'm white. And you're like, bitch, you didn't, it's not like you had to beat a level to become white. Like, you just got born white. <laughs> like, you're, you're just proud that you just happened to be born like, like, I, I, I'm, I'm a fucking people with toes. Yeah, I got toes. I'm fucking proud of my toes. Like, hey, shut man, the look, fuck you, up. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. We're born, you're born black. You're born, you're born white. You're born red. You're born uh, yellow, uh, Mexican, whatever, brown. It doesn't make a fucking difference. You're just born, and it has nothing to like. I like I don't need that as an identity marker to set me apart from the human race. Like I, I really don't. And I think that one day we get back to that. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. I really. It would be nice. It would really be nice to go to the movie theater and then you know watch a movie review or something without someone having to mention. By the way, today's story is about the first Latino whatever, or the first uh, white, or, or the first black, or the or the first date of him. I was like, I don't give a fuck. Was it good? <laughs> like. Like, that's it. Like, I would just really like to watch a movie like that again. 
Yeah. And, and and again, just reiterating one more time, you can also do that and and you you are happy that they 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 did that and they did it in the right way and you would be happy for uh cuz someone mentioned on Twitter they like we need more latino superheroes like uh, they never fucking get a superhero what's going on with that and they are doing the blue beetle which they they may have a shot at that. Blue beetle's great. And that and I understand. Lightning was be yeah. awesome. You'd love to see s- someone represent you on the screen. I I I understand that. I, I it's not the people who watch the movies, it's the it's the companies when they when they when they f- do it like so heavy-handedly and you can smell it from a mile away. Off topic, it's Kelly Osgood's birthday, too. Happy birthday, hey, Kelly Osgood! All right. That's Long what time. we're talking about. Long uh, time, friends. By the way, Kelly, were you the one the uh, that I, I saw on Facebook? Did you make the Beetlejuice worm cake? Because that shit looked fucking good, and it looked amazing. I didn't see that one. I don't know if it was Kelly. You might not have been the one, but I thought you did. But, dude, I saw somebody's birthday, and they made themselves a cake, or I don't know if they made it for their birthday or what. But it was it was the, the, uh, the snake worm thing, Beetlejuice. And it was a cake with the fucking head. It looked good as shit. I, I was like, "This fucking cake, boss." Season eight. Uh, pretty fucking happy tasty. birthday to you, Kelly. Guess what? I have to pee really fucking bad. Yeah, you go pee. All right, you pee. And we got another blade story when we're both done peeing. We done. We take a turn. We done with the blade stories. <laughs> this one's better. This one's happier. New story. Uh, sorry, I went off our tangent there. I haven't really checked the chat. Todd Fair says, "Mike, when are you? When you were in the shower." Do you see take sing take on me by Aha? Take on me, take me on. I'll be gone. Ah, ah. <laughs> Can't get that fucking high. I'll have to kick myself with the nuts. I love that song, but every time I listen to it, I can't help but try to do the when he does the high note, and I uh, fucking hurt my throat for the rest of the goddamn day. I almost had it for a second there. There was like a fucking second I had it. I swear to God. That's all I'm saying. Squeam Queen says, as 5'2 nearsighted geek from birth whose birthday is hours away. Happy early birthday, Squeam Queen. What the fuck is going on? Everyone's parents were fucking on this night so many years ago. Sorry, I screamed that really loud and my daughter has a friend over and I have to be semi-appropriate with how loud I scream disgusting things that I say. But happy fucking early birthday, Scream Queen. Um, uh, my birthday's hours away. Who cares what the right race fuck just make it great? Loomis, shout out, please. Uh, remind me if I forget to make Jay shout you out as Loomis when he comes back. Hey guys, Mike here, and instead of doing a traditional ad, I thought it would be fun for us to use that ad space time and instead tell you about our Patreon, something that you can get way more of stuff that you care about out of I think it's pretty awesome. We have several tiers on our Patreon. Uh, There's a link down below of wherever you're listening to this too, or you can just go to patreon.com slash we watched a movie. We have multiple tiers where you get either a monthly commentary that's only available to you guys that you all get to vote on. Uh, there's a tier where there's just tons of extra videos behind the scenes, unedited stuff, trailer reactions that don't go on YouTube. Uh, there's probably... Uh, shitloads. I don't know. There's a there's a buttload of 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 backlogged content on there that we've been doing over the past four years just for Patreons. There's a tier where you can get a personal message from any of our characters, from Loomis to Leatherface to Slenderman. There's a tier where you get to pick a movie that you want us to review or do a commentary for. There's all sorts of shit on there. There's a tier where you get an autographed picture of either me and Jay or Michael and Loomis. And I'm in the process now of coming up with old school blockbuster style 
membership cards. So that's just some of the stuff, a taste of the stuff that you get on our Patreon. Uh, you guys support us. You keep the channel going. We don't have to worry about all the YouTube bureaucratic bullshit because of our Patreons, and we really appreciate them. So if you guys want to support us in a most awesome, bodacious way and get really, really cool shit for it, just go to patreon.com slash movie. Love your fucking faces, and I hope you all have good sexual experiences this week. I could do it, but it would be fucking awful. Uh, you don't want to see that. No one wants to see that. That's not a birthday gift. That's like a punishment. Shia Thurston, Mike, you're the songbird of our generation. And when the rubble is clear, one man will stand, and a singer of songs will sing. I don't know. <laughs> Gillen said, late to the party, just watched the new wrong turn in. Wow. Thank you, Ryan. We should talk about that for a second. People are shitting so bad on the new wrong turn movie, and it's fucking unjust. Like, where the fuck is Three Finger? I'm like, who gives a fuck about Three Finger? Can I be honest with you? They're fucking hillbillies in the woods who eat and kill people. It's not like Michael Myers. It's not like Jason Voorhees. It's not like fucking Candyman, okay? They're a bunch of inbred hillbillies who rape, murder, and eat people. It's, they're not fucking stars <laughs> of the show. I, don't, I, I can't believe people are like, I won't like it if Three Fingers... I, I'm, I watched all six of those movies. I'm still not sure who the fuck Three Finger even goddamn is. Who gives a shit? They made a good fucking movie. They flipped it on its head. I don't think anybody in their right mind actually wanted Wrong Turn 7. Same thing with, like, Trimmers. Trimmers is on movie fucking 10, 12, 9, whatever. And they're fun. They're great. Whatever. They go straight to Netflix. 99% of the world doesn't give a shit about them. Uh, it doesn't help the franchise that much, except for it's just still alive, hanging on by a thread. Wrong Turn did something different, and they, and, and, and they, they try to make a really good movie. Rather than just fucking, here's $2,000, go out and make a fucking movie, keep the title alive. The fans will eat it up, and they'll say they like it no matter how fucking bad it is. You know, it's not like that. They tried to do something cool and different. And I applaud them for it. And I'm not shitting on the people who didn't like it. If you didn't like it, you just didn't like it. I just thought it was a, a really smart move to give it your best fucking shot instead of just schlocking out the shit like so many of those sequels did. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Whew. Friday Night Rants is more like it. Jesus Christ. Pickles and biscuits. Fucking chimichangas. Shania Davis says, I love that dog. I love your name. Shania is a great fucking name. Whose bed have your boots been under? Take on. Ah. Justice League's on TNT right now, says Haddonfield. I'm not going to watch that. Okay? I'm going to let that sit in the darkness while I wait for the fucking Snyder Cut to happen. How funny is it, by the way, that Christopher Nolan watched Josh Whedon's cut of the Justice League with Deborah Snyder, and they decided together not to let Zack Snyder watch that movie because it would break his fucking heart? Imagine Christopher fucking Nolan, man, being like, you can't let Zack watch this movie. You can't let him do it. I don't know if this is what Christopher Nolan fucking sounds like, but I hope he later gets a toasted ch chalupa, and he's like, I'm going to do tonight now, but... Please, in the meantime, don't let Zach watch the Snyder, the, the Justice League um, uh, or do because everything's backwards because I'm writing a backwards movie right now and uh, Toasted ch Chalupas is what I want in me. But, okay, see ya. Bye, Deborah. <laughs> it's a great fucking movie, but not really. See, I'm an enigma. No one knows what I really am. No one knows what I mean. Because I'm an artist and Dunkirk and stuff. 
and planes and IMAX and Batman, uh, but my Batman. And, you know, I'm Christopher Nolan. So see you, Deborah. That's all. That's all I have to say about that. Whoa. Whoa. I went on too long with that. I apologize. I was having a good time. <laughs> I was having fun. Thanks, Bud Nelson. Appreciate that, buddy. Maybe I have to pee. Real soon. Real soon. What the fuck just happened to me? I can't stop talking like this now. I feel like I'm stuck. I feel like I'm stuck here. It's Christopher Nolan for the rest of the stream. Being an artist. I'm going to read the chat backwards tonight. It's just what I'll do. LOL, says JT Customs. You know what's backwards when you say LOL? LOL is backwards. Tanay. Tanat. Whatever. Whatever. Passenger 57 was a fucking dope-ass movie, Cheyenne. That was a great fucking movie. We're going to talk about that a little bit because we have more Wesley Snipes news to talk about here in a moment. Thanks, Piru. Or Pru, however you say your name. It says great accent. Uh, thanks, Gray. I love the background, too. I just sit and stare. I'm not shitting you guys. When I got this fucking background up, you know, and shout out to Katie because she helped me with it all day long. We took a U-Haul. We went up to Family Video. I bought that shit like two months ago, and they just saved it for me. Went and bought all that shit, put it in the U-Haul, took it back down about an hour away, um, set it up, spent the whole fucking last Sunday on it. And, man, when it was done, I'll be honest with you guys, I got tiniest bit emotional. He's like, I'm going to go shower. I was like, I'm just going to sit here and eat these Cheetos. And I'm going to stare at this fucking wall. And I was like, a little bit emotional. I was just so happy to have it. It feels good. I fucking like it. I like it a lot. Oh, boy. I'd really like a fucking chalupa. (laughs) Holly Roxy said, Jesus, how many accounts does he have? Someone has a lot of accounts. Ash Lockhart says, ooh, baby, drive me crazy. Do you guys still have the autographs? Hope you're keeping them clean, and I'm hoping the value keeps going up. I got one in the fucking closet over here. I got one on the wall over here. We got them both, and they're another thing that we look forward to displaying, my friend, when we have a studio at some point. It's going to be sexy. I don't have any room in my house for them. Woot. Yeah, no, that's true. You got a fucking plethora of cool shit, though. But there's no more room. I tried to give Jay some of the shelves to recreate it, too. And he's like, no way. Ain't no space in here. You can just give me some of those toys. You ain't going to get them. I want them. Dude, I, I swear to God, I wish I could I, I, I could show you guys. I, I don't want, like, not, you, you guys see some of those. But I've got this whole fucking wall. Full of those uh, Marvel selects. Ooh-wee. Those are sexy toys. Dude. I love them, dude. And I yeah, I, and dude, I, I really I debated with myself whether to take them out because I wanted to pose them and make my own like Avengers Endgame, but I was like, I can't do it. It's hard not I, to. I did debate though. I was like, I want to. Yeah, I can understand the struggle for sure. Yeah. All right, I'll be right back. I got a pee pee now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> my time to pee pee time and yeah. tinkle time tickles. You go do it. Yes. Play with your taint hole. I feel like. Keith Ledger in the Dark Knight when he leaves. Hi. Because <laughs> uh, I don't want to get awkward. But yeah, man, like uh, what I was talking about earlier, and I know some of you JRPG nerds will know what I'm talking about. Um, and I really was going to, like, I, I really did want to bring that to your attention. Some of you guys 
Um, do you think that Chrono Trigger is the better game to play or Final Fantasy VI? And I, I know we're get already going out on the, hey, guys, fuck, dude, shit, what's the best? I like IBM. I don't care, but I need to know because I, I already got one game going on Final Fantasy VI, and I got another game going on Chrono Trigger, but I just don't know where to focus my energies on. Now, I did beat Breath of Fire 2 recently, which is the first time I ever played that game, and holy shit, it was actually pretty good. Um, I haven't played Breath of Fire uh, 1 or 3 or 4, but either way. Um, actually, Lockhart. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, very sweet. She says, uh, can uh, Dr. Loomis do a birthday, sh uh, birthday shout-out for Kelly? Pretty please. Absolutely. Kelly! I hope your goddamn day is full of uh, flowers, sunshine, and balloons. I hope you have a great goddamn birthday. I hope that uh, you get to open up a lot of presents. And people come over and they say, hey, happy birthday to you. What I hope that doesn't happen to you is that Michael Myers shows up and kills your ass. Okay? Okay, I'm trying to deal with keeping that son of a bitch locked up behind bars. <laughs> And slowly dying of old age, even though I don't think he will, because he's too stupid and moronic to die. But happy birthday, Kelly. And I'm not talking about Kelly Kapowski, that slut from Saved by the Bell. I'm talking to you, Kelly. Happy goddamn birthday to you. I lost where I was. Edward Santiago says, Jay is going ham on RPGs. Yeah, dude, uh, I, I love RPGs. Uh, that's one of my favorite genres uh, ever. Like uh, JRPGs are really fun too. Um, the one that introduced me to all of it was Final Fantasy VII. And then um, I played eight. Uh, I didn't like nine that much. 10 was really good. 11, didn't care. Uh, 13, all right, not bad. Didn't like lightning as a character. The combat system was pretty okay. And then you have, but I, I fucking hated what they did with the summons. They made them goddamn transformers, but I never played uh, Final Fantasy 15. So yeah, a lot of geeky shit. I know. Uh, Iron Wolf says, Jay, what do you think about the face-off sequel? It's happening. Um, uh, the first thing I thought when I read that, I'm like, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> I, I think it's, you know, uh, I don't know, come up with better ideas, Hollywood. I mean, you, you got, you're, you're a multi-fucking zillionaire goddamn uh, you know, place of business. I, I think that you could come up with better ideas than just remaking every fucking great 90s movie that came out but it is what it is i i just thought that nicholas cage and um uh, john travolta did such a, a phenomenal job with the original one I, I really don't see why you should remake that film unless you're just fucking bored i don't know but i mean power to you i i guess uh, uh edward santiago says there's a sequel i don't know if you're talking about a sequel to face off yeah i i saw that earlier i i'm not sure Steve Shatner says Agatha Harkness can get this bro. Dude, I'm not kidding. You're right. You're right, bro. Like, I I, I was like, there's no way. Because I remember reading the comic books and Agatha Harkness is this dried up old bitch. But in the in the in the show, WandaVision, she's pretty kind of sexy. Like she's kind of got this like uh BDSM thing going on. I don't know. She tie you up and whip you and fucking tell you that she's got magic powers. I kind of like it. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, but she's pretty she's pretty attractive. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Uh Lex Green says, Are you gonna play the new Resident Evil? I was not going to necessarily, but then based on a few screenshots and some of the gameplay that I've watched, it definitely looks like something that I'd be interested in playing. I might do it. The thing about Resident Evil, I, I love Resident Evil. 
hundred percent, but I, I really am bummed a little bit about how far they've moved from the original source. And I know they couldn't keep doing the evil pharmaceutical company and the zombie things and the tyrants and the G virus and the G fuel too, that they drink to get themselves motivated. Uh, but I, I was kind of hoping that at some point the, the uh, Capcom would go back to what made Resident Evil good and just give us some more classic zombie type shit. But yeah, it looks good though. That tall ass vampire is hot too. Um, Tomo kind of said Jade wants to be stepped on by, uh, you know, there is some weird fantasy going on. She's pretty cute. Like I, just, I literally said, I know she's a digital like fucking, uh, you know, character, but hmm. Uh, as I think we, I missed the super chat here. Uh, oh, uh, Ashley Auger says, and yes, Kelly and me made the Beetlejuice state. We had a lot of fun making. You guys did awesome. That looked fucking really good. I liked it a lot. It made me want to watch Beetlejuice. Uh, William McSween, oh, thank you so much. No message attached. Just, uh, just chilling. He drops down the five and says, "Fuck it." That's what I'm talking about. He's a wild man. Uh, Colin McCormick says, was Agatha Harkness in Step Brothers? Yes, she was that crazy fucking bitch that was like all about like, oh yeah, just take me now, put it in my butt. Like she was like that crazy girl that was all into uh, George C. Riley. Like she was just like into it. She's like, oh yeah, you turned me on. You're so hot. I love your hair. I just want you to live in my vagina. <laughs> yeah, she was that chick. Yeah, that's exactly the same girl, 100%. Uh, yeah, uh, JT says, wow, 345 people in the chat. That's awesome. It, it's pretty badass, man. Uh, Bat Seal says, uh, Jay, I got me a football sandwich. Me went down to the street. He was like, me would like a football sandwich, please. They was like, what you want, Tony? He like, whatever feel good. Me let them decide, you know. And then they gave me a wonderful football sandwich. And from there now, me was like, football sandwich is king. Jimmy Chow is next. Ironwall says, uh, Step Brothers is epic comedy. It is. It is one of the best fucking comedy movies ever. Step Brothers. What? Uh, Iron Wolf says Step Brothers is one of the best uh, uh, comedies ever. I was like, it absolutely is. Dude, I think we have Dude, a commentary I, for that on Patreon, don't we? Yeah. Uh, I think. I don't I, I, That sounds, I don't know if we ever did one of that. We might have, but yes. <laughs> that's because, uh, better not get my face. I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> I, I love, I, 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 but I love it when they first meet. It's like they call, I, and again, I, I know I'm going to do this wrong. They, they call me Iron, uh, like, Iron cheek or something, <laughs> and then he was like, "They call me Nightwolf." <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that movie so much, dude. Yeah, I would love if we haven't done a commentary that we fucking should. Uh, the Crow commentary went down, up for the Patreons today, and the Patreon party is Saturday night for you Patreons. Yep, Don't night. forget. Uh, while you were gone, Squeam Queen asked for a Loomis birthday shout out. Hey, I got her. Oh, you did. Yeah. Look at you, you son of bitch. <clears throat> ice skate jesus holy shit he can do that too he can walk on water and ice skate when it freezes over because he's that good uh he says uh well mike just did it but uh uh touch me baby drive me crazy touch me all night long long <laughs> logan hennessy thanks for the super chat even though your message got retracted appreciate it ash lockhart said can dr loomis do a birthday shout out for kelly pretty please I did that one. Oh, you did that one too? I might have missed. Okay. Who was the other one? Did I miss one? Because I, I did that one. Squeam Queen's uh, birthday is coming soon. She asked for one, and then Ash Lockhart asked for one. I got for her. Kelly. Okay, so I, I Squeam Queen. All right. 
Squid Queen. <laughs> God damn. I mean, you, you, you got every, like all your words are capitalized in your, your screen name. I feel like I have to yell at you when I talk to you, Squid Queen. I hope you have a great goddamn birthday as well. I hope it's not full of terrors and squeams. I hope it's just a relaxing good day in the sun. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I get one thing I will say is about this. Do not go to gas stations at four o'clock in the morning. I don't care how drunk you are. Not that. I don't care how good those wieners look roasting on the fire. <laughs> Stay your ass at home and enjoy your birthday. Anyway, Scream Queen, have a good one. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's true dogs. though. Like, those roller you. dogs, man, they will. Because I had one uh, one night. I think I was leaving your place, and dude, I was just fucking starving, and nothing was open. And I think we stopped at one of those places. And Jesus Christ, what a mistake in the morning that was. I should have. But it, it, but it was so tasty. Like when I was eating, I was like, "This is good shit." That I was like, I was trying to prevent my mind from knowing that I was eating that fucking Speedway roller dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. The second you eat it, your stomach goes dun dun. Like your stomach makes the Law and Order sounds like dun 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 dun. I got the shit. Yeah, it, it's like uh, it's like your your stomach is going through its own version of Civil War. <laughs> they ain't gonna never take our rats away, boys. Let's go <laughs> defend the farm. <laughs> Appreciate the super chat, William McSwain. Thanks, buddy. Hey, you're a handsome looking guy. I like the way your face looks, buddy. Um, so okay, so movie news that we're gonna talk about more. Oh, damn, did you see his face on that thumbnail? <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, it was tiny, but I could see it. It was like, that guy oh. looks like he knows something about computers, and he's smart and handsome, and he probably yeah. has a good job. That's what I feel when I see him. Uh, but no, um, Wesley Snipes did an interview with Uprox, and he mm. said, <laughs> they were like, hey, you know, you're doing uh, Coming to America 2. That could be a good thing for, like, I don't know, a Passenger 58 or something like that, which would be fucking awesome. But he yeah. skated right past that question. And what he said was, let me try to find it here. Um, um, do, 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 do. Where'd it go? Where'd it go? Where'd By the go? way, well, I, but you, they came to me yet. I was going to show them your, the birthday uh, hat you got me. Oh, yeah. You go ahead while I, while I try to find this part of the well, thing. I, I was I, still I, on, though. No, I turned it up. I turned it, I turned it back on you. Yeah, man. Uh, Mike got me this uh, for my birthday. I was wearing the shit out of it. <laughs> I love this motherfucker, dude. Not only does it make me look like a badass, like, and, and I own the dojo alongside Johnny, but I can mow my grass with this, and I feel <laughs> I feel just as badass. <laughs> I was worried about the yellow bill. I was like, he's not gonna wear it with the yellow bill, but I was like, he wears them backwards all the time, so that that makes total sense. Yeah, but I, 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 but I, but 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 then I want to represent. I want to throw it out. <laughs> Our shit's going fucking ape shit, dude. What is? Is the video going ape shit for you guys? Or is it just my, maybe it's my phone? I think yeah, I think that that could have been it because it uh, looks normal on mine. Uh, um, but okay, so I found the thing here for um, for Blade. He was talking to them about movies, and they said people love your Blade movies. And he said, yeah, but we were white belts then. Wait till you see what we do now that we now what we do is black belts. And they said, what's that mean? And he said, we think it's going to smoke all the Blade stuff. And they said, how so? What are you doing next? He said, we have two things. We have one which is a female action franchise and also what we call our Blade Killer, our Blade on steroids. And we set our character oh. in the world of shapeshifters and a little bit of time travel, but the action is going to be, well, we did it white belt action in Blade, and now we're going to do black belt action. They said, I like that you referred to it as the Blade Killer. And he said, it's wonderful what we did, but brother, we're so much better than we were then. So much better now than we were then. Yes, indeed. And we've got more tools. Some of the things that were innovated in the 
innovated in the Blade franchise in the first film are now standard in the Marvel Universe and all these other action movies. And the technology allows them to do a lot of things we couldn't do then. Now give us the technology, and we've already got the skills and the flavor. It's popping, baby! Popping, feeling good. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I feel like, um, and I love Wesley Snipes, I really do, but I feel like Ron Burgundy, I feel like, I don't believe you. Uh, with a with a rated PG thirteen uh, rating, I was like, I don't believe you. Well, no, he he's 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 saying that his movie is a Blade killer. Like they're not going to. Oh, do his PG movie, killer. not the Blade movie. Okay, I, yeah. I was going to say he's not in the Blade. Okay, yeah, well, but good. he just came out and called it a Blade killer, which is fucking ballsy. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I I just I don't feel right about nothing anymore. Okay, I just don't feel right about nothing. Okay, they took Blade, they took a dump on its face. I just want Wesley Snipes to show up one more time in the Blade costume. And make a rated R fucking Blade movie where he gets along with Ryan Reynolds, maybe, <laughs> and then and that's it. I, I, yeah. but, you know, okay, I get it. I, I I was I felt like I was in school for a second. I zoned out. Like I only picked out parts of it. I knew that like it was, <laughs> it was Wesley a lot. Snipes, and it then was... there was a Passenger Fifty Eight mention. I'm yeah. like, yeah, and then yeah, uh, it was a lot. Of okay, once. that's cool, but it's ballsy him to call it a blade killer though. He must have high hopes for it. And dude, I think Wesley Snipes, he seems like he's in good shape. He's still a great actor. I don't know why he's not in more stuff. Hopefully whatever he does do, uh, it's weird that he said it's a female led action franchise. Uh, I don't know what part he's going to play in that. That's strange. But he also did say, uh, they said, do you still talk to Woody? Is there any chance that you two would reteam for a fourth movie? He said, the first chance we get, we've been trying to figure out the project, but we're both open for that and hungry for that reunion. <clears throat> yeah, there's a couple of people who, yeah, well, it's going to happen, just like this opportunity with Co Coming to America 2. And they said, if you reteam with Woody, uh, people would be very excited. And he said, oh, yeah, I think we're better actors now, too, so it would be quite fun what we could do, quite interesting, quite interesting. So they're working I think that, on something. Well, I think that, well, I mean, it's not like it was a rumor, but it was pretty much known uh, back in the day uh, Wesley Snipes was pretty hard to work with, according oh. to a lot of people, that he was pretty much a diva. He didn't give a shit. Uh, taste the book of flavor is how he <laughs> felt about everybody. Uh, and then he went to jail and he, he wised up a little bit. So maybe he's trying to repair his uh, his reputation a little bit. And maybe but maybe that's why he's not getting sent the same scripts that he used to, because not only is an like it's sad to say he's an aging a action hero that doesn't really have the the appeal anymore of someone like uh, a Sylvester Stallone or Arnie. Yeah, because they you know, they didn't go to jail for one. And then on top of that, they've just been, they made everlasting movies. Um, but that's probably, but I hope, I hope it is, man. And I think that Wesley Snipes deserved to get back on top. I really do. I'd love to see uh, a movie, his break the fucking box office again. Yeah. Me I'd too, man. It. Dude. Could you imagine white man can't jump too? white men still can't jump with him and yeah, Woody. But the, the, the problem with that is I, I feel like what would happen, it would be funny, but you, you couldn't get away with the same kind of jokes that you got away with then. Yeah, that's and, true. And that's one. And I don't want to. I don't want the the PC police to come in and fucking rule that movie. And then also you got to look at it like, would Wesley Snipes and and Woody Harrelson even be a big factor in it, or would they just be like, uh, like advisors, like Miyagi's to I, like the new the new breed of, uh, of of guys balling? What I would love to see is them as two old dudes. And with yes, like I said balling. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't have an one gear on. Like, <laughs> and I said that. What if they took on the older version of King and the Duck? King and the Duck. We going to sis the. I I I it would be cool. I just feel like it would be. You know what? Honestly, I'd watch that if it was on something like Netflix, like yeah. to make like a twelve episode white man can't jump or something. I, yeah. I mean, I'd and if that was all they Cobra were gonna Kai, go dude. for. Yeah, if and if that's all they were gonna go for, where they were like the older guys that were like maybe they have kids now and those guys yeah. are like balling on the streets or I don't they're, know. 
I, I wouldn't want that. I think they're both in good enough shape. I'd like to see them go back to those same tournaments as they are now. And dude, it would be funny as fuck, too, because they actually could play into that PC thing. Like, they show up at the court, and they're looking old and shit. And they're like, man, you know people could give a shit. And they get there, and they start talking shit to the <clears> other <throat> players. And the guys are like, that really hurt my feelings. Why would you dude, say that? that? And be, they're like, what the fuck? If they were going to do that, then that's the route I'd go. Exactly that. I would yeah. have Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson team up just to make fun of the woke shit. Because mm-hmm. if they're going to the goddamn courts and they're going to play fucking street ball and some asshole was like, you shouldn't say that. That's not PC correct. Like, suck my dick. <laughs> or something like that. Like, just bring. And then I hope that Woody Harrelson or not Woody Harrelson, but, uh, Wesley Snipes flips the hat up. I mean, my name's Sydney, bitch. Know it well. <laughs> Dude, I'd be I'd sign up for that fucking. If movie. they do, if they did something like that, and I'm talking about just lambasting and making fun of everything, but they'd have yeah. to have a studio with the balls to do it. Like right. that's another thing. Well, and they don't have to go too hard with it. They can just use a couple jokes, like kind of like 21 Jump Street, what they did. Remember when he went back to school and he thought that he was gonna be like cool because he was gonna beat up people, and they were like, "That's not how we do things now." You know what I mean? If they did something like that, I would love to see those two reteam for like an old man white can't I, old white man can't jump is what you could call it. Oh uh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I'd be down with it if it, if it does something like that. Like I think that would be good. Like I mean, and I would I would totally pay the money to if it was an hour and a half film to see that shit. Yeah. You maybe you can get. I would love actually because you could get um, uh, uh, Woody Harrelson's uh, flame that that hot little piece of ass foods that, that start ran, with the letter Q. Yeah, that ran off on him. What's her name? Uh, I don't remember her name. Rose, Rose, Rosie. Uh, Rosie, I thought her name was Rosie. Anyway, uh, yeah, get her to come back and maybe get some closure on what happened there. Uh, that would be cool. Yeah, that would be. So, I, I would. I would sign. By up the way, uh, I did. I, I I saw you, uh, <laughs> Richie Work. Hey, Richie Work. That's actually a good fucking uh, name. And I would. I, I old men can't play. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I think uh, he said old man can't pay, but I think he meant play. Yeah, but uh, that'd, that'd be, be that'd be a good one. Old man can't play. I'd be like, yep, because uh, it'd be like white men can't jump, and then Woody Harrelson would be like, no, we both can't jump. <laughs> like you black, I'm white. Neither one of us can jump. Jump. Uh, 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 by the way, uh, Diane did say um, something about the beer. I, I I got your beer. I will try that. Um, okay, let's do uh, these. Let me do these super chats while you get the beer. Um, William McSwain Rosie said- Perez. Rosie Perez. Oh, that's who it is. Yeah. Foods that start with the letter Q. Uh, William McSwain said, what should I watch? Taxi Driver, A Simple Plan, or Death Sentence? I'm going to say Ooh. Death Sentence. I'm going to say, like, Taxi Driver more of a classic. But Taxi Driver, A Simple Plan, or Death Sentence? Um, the, the, you were talking about, oh, Kevin Bacon? Oh, yeah, man. You got you to get on that shit, especially if you've yeah. never seen it before. Yeah, I think, you know, Taxi Drivers, it's a better, more classic movie for sure. And A Simple Plan's great. Uh, great, like, heist uh, dr- drama movie. But I'm going to go with Death Sentence for you tonight. That's just what I feel is right on this eve. But all three. What you got to do is you got you to gotta watch Death Sentence, and then you got to get a really shitty beer to drink with it, and then you got to eat burritos from fucking Speedway, <laughs> and then you got to, like, you got to sit in your underwear when you watch it, and then just, like, shave your head later on. Yeah, just be I careful think, when you, you go. You'll understand. Yeah, it's Kevin Bacon's Punisher, man. We've said it a hundred times. Dude, if, if if Marvel ever got the balls, oh, that'd be the movie. Yeah, that'd dude. be the movie. That'd All right, amazing. so we've got uh we've got uh, oh well, you want to go with the super Yeah, chats, let me grab so. these super chats real quick. Kool-Aid Unleashed, which is a pretty fucking great name. Kool-Aid Unleashed. Oh yeah. Unleashed. Says what comic book character, hero, or villain do you think would make for a good horror movie? Um Spawn. It's right away Spawn. Yeah, Easy. That would be a fucking great one. Uh, Ghost Rider, we already mentioned. Yeah. Um Man, there's there's a lot of a lot of options there. I would love to see I would love to see 
I'd like to see. Deadpool wouldn't work. He's too funny. He wouldn't be. He'd take you out of the moments <clears throat> too quick. Yeah. I want to say. Fuck, dude. I don't know. Like, I, I honestly, fuck, probably dude, fuck dude is a great Marvel character that they just haven't used yet. Fuck, fuck dude. dude. <laughs> uh, he's great. Uh, I, I, I was gonna say that uh, Carnage would be an amazing. That's my pick. I stole it. Carnage would be that an, would be the one uh, amazing horror movie. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, and then uh, honestly, this is crazy. This is all crazy. But what about Moon Knight? Yeah, they're Be- doing being that like too. Oscar Isaac. Yeah, and I, but I mean, I make Moon Knight a little bit more horrific than Batman because Batman, Moon Knight is Batman, but he's like crazy. Yeah, I would do that. That, that sounds good too. Logan Hennessy says, "Hey, Mike, I tried doing a super chat earlier, but it, uh, sent it right when you left. Still wanting, uh, waiting for you to accept that friend request, man. What do I got to do to seal the deal? LOL, <laughs> Logan. I'm gonna. Is that your name on Facebook? I'm gonna write it down. And after the stream, I'm going to go find you, Logan Hennessy, and I will do that. Sorry. Sorry, man. My Facebook's a fucking shit show. I tell you people are a real time. piece of shit. I suck. I just, Facebook fucking you not even. Mess. It's not even a good piece of shit, like with the S. It's a piece of chit. Spelled with a C. <laughs> chit. <laughs> uh, every time I decide to try to, like, read messages, I'm like, oh, nope, not that one. Fuck. That was weird. Or it's like, oh, that's, a, that's a titty. I got to close that. I don't want to get in trouble. You know? Uh, by the way, it's uh, crazy. you know, uh, piggybacking on that last Super Chat, uh, Connor... Gardowski says the mask. Are you talking about the the actual legit mask? It would be scary. Like that's a fucking violent ass comic book that they kind of gave a lot a, a lighthearted approach when they put Jim Carrey in it. Yeah. That movie's fucking violent, or that comic was violent. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. I'd, I'd, I'd watch a Ninja Turtles horror movie. That'd be fucked up. Shredder, <laughs> I don't think be horror, a, though, but... Shredder would be like Michael Myers. Orokosaki. <laughs> Austin says, I've always wanted to see a Blade slash Salem's Lot film. Man, Ooh, talk about man. two IPs that you can just smush together. But you, but but my man, you're talking about a 20-minute flick because Blade's going to whoop that whole fucking town's ass in 20 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I like to see it's Blade, over. Blade put in True Blood. Like, just fucking go crazy on the, all those fucking vampires. Yeah, Blade moves into Salem's Lot, then all of a sudden it's called Salem Clear. Because <laughs> there's no more vampires left within 20 minutes. <laughs> Logan Hennessy said, oh, that's the one we got to. Okay. And then Ash Lockhart said, how do you feel about Nick Cage being Freddy for A Nightmare on Elm Street? I think it could be good because I could see Cage doing campy as well. I could see that. Uh you know what? Nicholas Cage is, is crazy enough to pull off the, the moments that it would be like, like you know, I can see him being terrifying. You know, if it's not, if the context is horror and he's supposed to be like, you fall asleep. <laughs> you remember <laughs> shit. I want to cut you. Yeah. Like I could see it being fucking scary, especially with the music and, and the settings and stuff like that. He would be he would be a you good know, pick, man. I, I, but you know, I've always said Kevin Bacon, man. If you're gonna go to the the older stars of Hollywood, get Kevin Bacon as the next Freddy Krueger. Yeah, right I th- now. I think that the I think it's a risky proposition to do Nick Cage because if people only see Nick Cage, or it could come off really bad. But I think the ceiling is really fucking high on that. If that mm. worked, Nick Cage could be the fucking oh my god, he could be the freakiest fucking thing on two legs, man. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like Kevin Bacon would be more apt to do it than Nicolas Cage. I think that Kevin Bacon would probably do it. You know, I don't shit, know if Nick you guys do anything, talk, bro. <laughs> he's, he probably would. Uh, he probably would. But uh, I don't know if you guys, we mentioned it before, um, The Woodsman. Uh, and, and he played, you know, Kevin Bacon played a, a pedophile. Uh, and it, it, but, you know, it's honestly a good movie. Oh, he played in, uh, you know, whatever they call uh, a sex offender. But it's actually a really good movie. So he's already understanding of the, the, the material going in. And I think that if you got a director like that, that knew how to play with that kind of fucking disgusting part and like, you know, make it, 
I mean, I'm not going to say digestible, but, you know, put it up on screen. Yeah. Man, Kevin Bacon would be the guy. Like, he'd be the guy. I do think Kevin Bacon could pull off a really good Freddy. Uh, Squeam Queen says, thanks for the shout-out. I forgot. Raise a glass for Bill Paxton. Four years gone today. Cried hard when it happened. Yeah. Absolutely Paxton, indeed, man. man. Bill Paxton, man. What a loss that fucking was. What a, what a great character actor, man. That guy... That guy would take a role that wasn't even on the main part of the movie and just fucking own it. And you'd be you'd be like come out quoting like his lines. And he wasn't even the main guy. We're on the express way to uh, we're on the express elevator to hell. And aliens. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. Fuck and it. frailty was fucking underrated as shit. Hey, frailty? dude, what about Bill Paxton for Freddie? If that was still a possibility, I think he could probably pull it off that. You know what? You know what I would go with Bill Paxton? And I know this is crazy, but Bill Paxton, uh, if he hadn't died, throw him as Loomis, Dr. Loomis. I could see that, too. If he was a little bit older before he died. Yeah, yeah, I could see yep. that as well. He could, That guy could do anything, though, man. He, he was amazing. Yep. Um, uh, what? Oh, yeah, beer time. Hang on. Okay, yeah. Okay. While you're so popping that got... out, I got to get me a refill. I'll be okay. two seconds. So uh, thank you, uh, Diane. Dirty D, as you guys know her, she has sent us – or sent me uh, a beer called Victory. Will it be one at the end? I don't know. I doubt it. Uh, Golden Monkey. It's a Belgian-style Tripel Tripel L, 9.4 or 9.5% with added spice. God damn. And, you know, Diane, I'm not liking this fucking, like, cover art for Victory at all. This looks like it was designed to be in Doctor Strange Sanctum Santorium, and you're not supposed to fucking... Look at this shit. Like, that is like, you should be an expert in Wicca I've had to fucking that. drink this. I've, is that Sour Monkey? It's a uh, Golden Monkey. Golden Monkey. Gold, yeah, so I'm saying, you need to be an expert in the or, Orb of Agamotto to drink this shit. That's a strong beer, too. It doesn't taste like it. It's light tasting, but 9.5% alcohol. Oh, I know, I just read that. Whew. Okay, so here we go. So you know it's real. It just opened. <laughs> Unleash hell! <laughs> smell, oh, so I don't like the smell of it at all. So came to me like that. Like, like yeah, that smell was strong. Hang, um, hang, hang on one sec. I want to make you big while you do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Oh, whoa. God damn. That, like, I already got like a hangover headache by just smelling it. <laughs> like, I didn't even drink it yet. Okay. All right, I got you big on the screen now. Okay. So, uh, Dirty D, uh, this is for you. Thank you so much for sending it through the mail. Uh, it's chilled to perfection. <laughs> uh, and, uh, again, I don't think we're going to have a victory after this, and then maybe I will turn into a golden monkey after I'm done drinking this, okay? Oh, God, I shouldn't keep smelling it. I still love that. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm not, but I'm not chugging it, Dirty D. I'm not doing it. Okay, so. God, it fucking tastes like old toenails. <laughs> fucking old toenails, fucking goddamn jam. <laughs> fuck shit, that's strong ass shit. Is it a sour beer? Is it a sour? Oh fuck, dude, it's so sour. It's so sour. <laughs> God, I think it's gone bad. I think it was left in the sun for three weeks before they brewed it. <laughs> oh fuck, it's so nasty. It's so fucking nasty, dude. Oh, I think a booger came out. Hold on. God damn. 
Oh fuck, dude! It was, it was designed by fucking Thor. <laughs> it's not meant for humans. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, I'm not. I can't. I can't even. I can't. I can't even take it. I can't even take another second. I can't even do another one. <laughs> You're not gonna do one more, dude. It's so fucking sour, dude. First they're sweet, <laughs> then they're sour, and there was no sweetness at the beginning. It was all sour. <laughs> <laughs> fucking gut punched the taint. <laughs> oh fuck holes i can't do it anymore you got tears bro <laughs> i know you're gonna do one more i, I, I i'm not fine. i can't do i i literally i almost up chucked the fucking roast right there <laughs> I, 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 I i might do one more sit I, all right Connor, i'll do one more sit i'm not gonna do another one like that holy fuck <laughs> You might get used to it if you take a couple no, more. No, dude. Like, the only people that drink this shit is Emotep from fucking The Mummy. Because he's already <laughs> dead. <laughs> ah, fuck. Fuck. I fuck. <laughs> no more. <laughs> Yo, you know... The, If you puke, just second. do it off camera because we're live. I know I will. <laughs> you know that you know that moment in The Exorcist where the demon is jumped into that guy's body and he jumps out the window and he's like shaking on the ground because he's dying. <laughs> That's what my insides feel like. <laughs> yeah, it's not good, Diane. It's not good. <laughs> For me, that was nothing. Nothing. I can't feel my fucking leg. <laughs> Get off my fucking legs. That was solid action, dude. Oh man, that was yeah, solid I, action. I, 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 I gotta be, I gotta be honest. Oh god, god, it's still there. Oh, <laughs> I gotta be honest. Um, I don't recommend it. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I, I'm gonna give that. I'm gonna give that a, a negative five points three stars. I've had, the, I've had the sour, the sour monkey before, and I liked it. Like we drank it on vacation. They're strong though, man. They'll get you. <sighs> they'll, they'll surprise your ass. Oh, dude. A lot of alcohol in those cups. Oh, man. It, like, it's literally like I'm just now coming back into myself. Like, my <laughs> stomach took a vacation. <laughs> it's not good. All right, guys. Dirty D. Uh, what else is in that box? There's a lot of other stuff, but I figured we could wait for the unboxing stuff. Oh, I, I didn't know I if wanted... you want to. Yeah, I well, think... I figured we could get the unboxing because I wanted to get the beer out first. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, cool I, I didn't look at anything else. I didn't look at anything else. So. I just got the beer. I, you know, I knew it was a beer. So I just okay, we'll we save it. Yeah, we got to do another big unboxing soon because we got a lot of shit to unbox. But yeah, thank, uh, thank you, Diane. Uh, the, the next time you want to send a beer, why don't you send it to those pieces of shit on death row that deserve it? Because <laughs> I didn't deserve that <laughs> hatred. But no, That's I appreciate it. Good, it's not, but there's no victory. I mean, if you look at the fucking can, dude, this is what you look like after you drink it. There's a there's an eye that comes into your belly. And you're looking around trying to find who you are. <laughs> Is April there? You should give it to April. See if she likes it. Hey, baby, you want to try this? She's going to try it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb shit. No, <laughs> I drink that thing. Yeah, but you, you like that shit, though. I'm not a sour. Katie likes sour beers, I, but I can have one. Like, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll order one for fun. Like you're sick. It's a ni nice little palate cleanser. <laughs> you better act like you're sick. Why does it smell like banana? I don't know. Just drink it. <laughs> and why it smell like banana bread? Just take it. <laughs>
That's bullshit, dude. Whatever. <laughs> She's like, pretty good, man. Pretty good. No, she was like, no, well, she took it a lot better. She wasn't good. <laughs> you must serve time on the fucking death row, lady. <laughs> that we used to drink toilet wine all the time back in jail. I'll stick to my Michelob Ultra, but I appreciate it. <laughs> you know what? I think that's, I think I got it. I think I got it. Good pee pee, Tom? A dump or a pee pee or a yeah. vomit time. We'll, we'll, ta- we'll take a pee pee. We'll come back and we'll do our Halloween ranking. Just fucking ranking the Halloweens. That's what we'll do. Uh, by the way, uh, Tito, you would have lost that bad. Uh, Tito Sanchito says five bucks says she chugs it better than Jay. She took a bigger swig. That's 100%. <laughs> and all she did was like, like she was fucking China from WWF. <laughs> I thought you were a man. I thought you had a cock. (laughs) (laughs) Slam that motherfucker down like Red Sonja. (laughs) The Conan series. I can't do that shit, guys. I'm sorry. I know I'm I'm Pussy Lias number one. If there was a Greek god named after me, his name would be Pussy Lias. (laughs) But it's I can't. You you earned your uh, JT Customs the Crow commentary is up right now on the Patreon, my friend, my friend. Okay. Well, I will go take a tickle in the toilet. Okay. Enjoy it, my friend. You earned it. I hope it doesn't come out sour. Ow. It burns. It burns. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. Tune in next week when Jay tries to eat a whole hot dog in one bite. That he can do. Just take it all down. One big... Uh. Hey, what's up? Mike White's here. Stephanie, Holly, Scream Queen, Mike, Skilliam, Jarvis, JT Customs Music Man. You guys are all beautiful fucking people. Grubby! Love you, Grubby. Oh, man. How has your all's Friday been? What are you all drinking tonight? I know you're not drinking Sour Monkey or Golden Monkey or whatever it was, but what are you all drinking? I'm having some nice cranberry juice and vodka because I'm on my period. And, uh, and Michelob Ultra in honor of Jay. Uh, I got fat so during COVID, so yeah, I drink Michelob Ultra now, too. Tell you what, I think I just had a booger. You know what's a good beer, though? I was drinking this last night before the Andy Matichak interview. Uh, Kona Big Wave. Fucking delicious, man. If you get your hands on a Kona Big Wave, you want to drink that shit. You really do. It's good shit. You'll like it. Tomo's drinking Bailey's. <laughs> Water for Mark. Water is hydrating. Marcus Hydrating, good for you, buddy. Sprite for Lex Green, that's just as bad for you as a beer. Modelo for Austin, the beautiful people like beautiful people. Bernie Gumbano's drinking people. That's disgusting. Troy Grubb, Coke Zero, just Cherry Pepsi, the usual Mountain Dew, drinking some Pepsi. Hey, a lot of fucking people in here are sober and drinking soda pop. You know what? (laughs) Fucking good for you guys. That is awesome. I'm happy to see so much People are able to appreciate the show sober. It makes me happy. Um, it makes me feel feel good. I'm happy for you guys. Janae says Kona is a good beer. See? I fucking told you. It's awesome. But it's weird. Sometimes it's not as good. Like, you'll have one Kona, and like, oh, that was okay. And then you'll have one, like, and you're like, that's fucking amazing. It's what I drink every time we go to vacation. Oh. Iron Wolf, that backdrop cost me... Uh, I was shocked when I went to Family Video and I heard there was closing and I wanted to buy some shit. They sold me those shelves for 10 goddamn dollars a piece, which is fucking nuts. Um, the movies, you know, 
they were collected over time. Some sent for you guys. The boards, the R two for one board, that was only four for a dollar. So I bought like seventeen of them. The new release signs were ten bucks a piece. Overall, I spent about eighty dollars, and I got a bunch of shit in the garage. I spent about eighty dollars. What was expensive was going to get it because we had to rent a U-Haul, and uh, I th- I thought that the U-Haul was twenty dollars. Because I'm an idiot, but the U-Haul was twenty dollars plus mileage, so it cost about a hundred dollars for the U-Haul to drive about an hour away and get that shit. Um, so you know, overall, about nearly two hundred bucks spent total, and that's just not on that background. But there's a bunch of shit in my garage that we're hoping to use for later. Not a, a small fucking price to pay for such cool shit, though. I'll tell you that. Elijah Craig for Uncured. I don't think I've had that whiskey, my friend. Blu-ray Dict hasn't drank in over a month. Good for you, dude. Well fucking done, man. Uh, Bernie's going to take a break from the drinking after night. Respectable. Understand that. Sangrea and Soju for Vanessa. That sounds fancy. That sounds real fancy. Uh, Tito Stoned. That's a good drink, too. I like that. It's like Surge, but you smoke it. Granny's Peach Tea for William Shatner. I hope that you don't explode soon. Uh, Berto's drinking a hamburger. That's fucking disgusting, Berto. Oh, no. Modelo and a burger. That's good. That's good. Um... Only likes to drink when you're in friends. I understand that for sure. I wish I was that way. Absolutely, I do. I really do. Um, this this is a drinking week for me. I usually like to put a, like a sober day in between a drinking day at least, at the very least, because it's just healthier to do that. But I've streamed the day before that. We have a live stream tonight. I have a live stream tomorrow. We like to partake in a couple of adult beverages while we do these. We don't have to. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do. And this week we are. So uh, my liver looks like a fucking toasted Batmobile right now. Josh Seaton says, Hey man, love the show. Moved from KY to Arizona not too long ago. Was super dope to connect with um, you with my brother-in-law, Grant, uh, for all the website work. Grant is that dude. That was you, Josh. Grant is a fucking beautiful, nice-ass dude. What a pleasure that guy was to talk to for all the SEO stuff. And eventually, when they get their stuff up, we're going we're gonna to do you know an advertisement or two for them because he was so cool and, and helping us with some website stuff. That guy's just nice as shit, man. And thank you for hooking us up with him, Josh. What are you doing, Ooh. Jay? Did you poop? Dude, I wanted to vomit. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, dude, I thought I had cigarettes and I don't, so I have to smoke Katie's fucking menthols and they're disgusting. Oh. You're going to smoke that fiberglass. Yeah, shit. Give me some Swisher sweets. Yeah, shit. Hey. Yeah, uh, man. Now, you know, like, it, it, that shit wasn't no golden monkey. I think they put a golden monkey's dick in that motherfucker <laughs> and it came. Before I drink it. <laughs> hey, a lot of people are sober tonight. I don't know if you know that. A lot of people drinking soda pop tonight. So is so am I. That's weird. Good for you guys. There's I have a lot of soda it. pop in here. I respect the healthy hustle. Uh, I'm going to go pee-pee. I'll be right back. And when I get back, we are going to rank our Halloween films. We're mm, going to rank them. Yeah. God damn it. Be right back. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Exactly <laughs> said, I can smell your juices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Joshua makes says Jay was dropping uh, pumple lumps. Uh, yeah, I wanted I wanted to drop some in pumple lumps, but uh, it didn't happen. But yeah, you know, uh, no no offense to anybody that likes that kind of shit, but I mean, I just think that your insides died about twenty five years ago if you could drink that straight. God damn! I mean, I don't even think I could put that in a mixer, like gee, not even close. And it's not just because I like Michelob Ultra, which I do enjoy Michelob Ultra quite a bit, but I mean, I've there's been there's been other beers i'm like yeah it's not bad but there's some that just like 
I mean, that motherfucker's a, a goddamn poison pellet from Thanos. Uh, cool. Uh, Grayson say, Jay's, what's your favorite Bond film? Uh, off the top of my head, it would have to be Casino Royale. I just love that fucking movie. I think it's badass. Like, he, it's a James Bond completely untethered by any kind of um you know uh, gentlemanness uh he's just a badass he's running around he's also young and brash and he's trying to figure out his place and, and that one scene when he has to do the uh, the uh, defibrillate fil- i can't even say the word but when he has to defib himself fucking badass man like amazing movie a great movie uh s crod gamer x says jay remember you singing bust a move yes it's still my go-to song it always will be for karaoke nights it will be uh i'm not gonna sing it right now because all i want to sing is tunes to the paramedics <laughs> come get me because that was really nasty no i'm kidding um writer says jay what's your favorite Blackpink song i don't know what the fuck that is that just sounds like some discontinued undies hey you guys check out the new black pink undies not me Yep, they feel good. They're very nice and uh, airy. I don't know what Blackpink is. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm an asshole. Uh, Sam Haynes says, Jay enjoys the chair scene. Uh, no, I don't enjoy it. That actually made me cringe quite a bit. I remember that. Holy fuck. That was some pretty rough shit. And, but he went through that, and he was laughing. But at that point, what are you going to do? Not only are the guys hitting your balls, but he's hitting your taint as well. And your butthole, probably. Like, he's taking that, that rope-a-dope and going right up and hitting your taint hole. Jesus Christo. Korjai. Oh, man. Korjai, what's up? Uh, Jay, um, who is your favorite rapper uh, of all time? Um, well, no. Uh, favorite rapper of all time. I mean, I think a lot of people just immediately go to Eminem, but I like Eminem a lot. I think he was really good. Uh, but honestly, I liked I liked Will Smith a lot. I thought Will Smith was a really good rapper. Um, I also enjoy Beastie Boys, even though you know they're not really technically rappers, but I did enjoy. Well, they are, but I mean I liked them a lot. Um, uh, uh, not Young MC. Um, I can't remember. Um, old school. I can't remember their fucking name. But I loved his voice. Um, the Wild Wild West. I used to live downtown, 129th Street. That that guy, I, I thought he was a great rapper. I loved him a lot. JT Customs, hey, Jay, did you hear uh, Terminator anime series is coming to Netflix? Uh, I did not hear that. Um, I mean, I guess that could be cool. I don't know. I, I never really got into the anime thing. Um, I mean, maybe I just picked the wrong shows or I never really write, uh, watched the right shows. But uh, Terminator... Man, honestly, at this point, they they need to leave that fucker alone. Like it, it's like they've already they've already driven their dick as far into the ear of of the Terminator series as they can go, and it's like it's just not getting any better. Ar- Arnie's getting older, like, and they just want to keep going back to that. I don't know, but 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 the Terminator universe is so vast, and there's so much you could do with it. Yeah, maybe the anime maybe anime is correct for it. I don't know. Chap Wilson said, do you like Wilson Phillips? Yes, I like Wilson Phillips quite a bit. <laughs> Hold on to one more day. Yes, uh, and that's exactly the song that was going through my mind as I was drinking that beer. As a matter of fact, it's the song that goes through my mind when I drink any beer that's going to usually leave me tumbled over and crying. Uh, yes, I, I do like Wilson Phillips quite a bit. 
Ed Sullivan look more D. Uh, is that D? Oh, man? I I can't look at my phone, but yeah, I think it's D. Uh, cool Mo D. Cool Mo D. Yes, Cool Mo D. I do like Cool Mo D quite a bit. Uh, Holly Roxy says, Jay, would you guys ever review the Harry Potter movies and do a man versus movie with the series? I would fucking love that. I would be completely on board with that. Uh, I don't know how much Mike would be able to suffer through it, but I, I, I fucking like the Harry Potter series, so I'd be fine with it. That'd be fun. Uh, suck a dick, adocious. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like Harry Potter, so. Uh, Sir Cod Gamerex, uh, do you like Hall and Oates? I do. I do like Hall and Oates quite a bit. <laughs> I don't mind Hall and Oates. Uh, that's some good, sexy stuff to listen to, especially when you're uh, getting ready in the morning in your shower. <laughs> listen to Hall and Oates. Aren't they the one that did the, there's a bitch girl? <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. Hall and Oates. Uh, uh, yeah, I love Hollow Notes, man. They're they're great. Um, plus, Joe. Did uh, have you got these super chats already? I don't know if I got. I don't think I got a super chat. Okay, Christopher J. Ray said uh, this version of Scream Queen's husband is not being played by Tom Hardy. Wham rocks. Love you guys. Keep it up. Hey, not everybody has to be Tom Hardy. Okay, I'm surprised that that they aren't casting uh, Tom Hardy for Black Superman. To be honest with you, but you know, but at this point, I mean, like, I like Tom Hardy did Rocket with Venom, so I'm happy that he's coming back for a Venom sequel. Yeah, let there be carnage because it's gonna be good to see him or cool to see him uh, bounce off with Woody Harrelson. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be good. Ryder said, "Wham is the revolution." You want me to get naked we, and start the revolution? We try to. We try to. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I think that's all the super chats. So we can. Oh nope, there's one. Whoop whoop whoop. Sean Arredondo says number one, sup glow sticks. Number two, oh. it's Sean Tubby one two three. I was gonna say I, I I can tell by the context what's happening that it's you. I had to email some colleges. LOL. Number three, Jay, when are you gonna watch Entourage? Number four, y'all been doing great interviews. Love y'all. We love you too, buddy. Thank hey you. man, thank you so much. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's on my list to watch it. Uh, it's like a... Entourage, I, well, I know, but there's Entourage, and then there was another one that Cody was asking me to watch that, that, that apparently is really good, too. Um, Boardwalk Empire? I already watched it. Oh, yeah, that's right. You already watched that one. Yeah, Um, I don't know. Uh, Entourage, but, you know, I kind of want to I kind of want to watch a, a Deadwood a little bit. Like, I'm, I kind of I kind of get like, I don't know. I want to watch it because I like those Westerns, too. So and I love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. So. I might restart Entourage from the very beginning. Honestly, I, I never finished it, but I might restart from the very beginning because, dude, it's a great show to watch when you're drinking and just having a good time and you want something to have fun with. That yeah. That's the one, like, when you get done with the live stream and you want to watch something fun and you're feeling good and happy because we got all these beautiful people here. Over 350 people, by the way. You fucking guys. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Let's get it up. Fuck. Get it up. Get it up. By the way, um, Iron Wolf says, what do you gonna make a great cletus i do like the fact that they chose him but i i feel like they could have gone a different route I, I wanted a younger cletus a little bit because i want the series to kind of be built on him i, I kind of want a carnage to stick around for a little while woody Harrelson's kind of an old dude cletus Casty was maybe late 30s in the comic books so i don't know but it, it's gonna be interesting i mean i just hope what i hope that doesn't happen is they kill him off in the second movie like if carnage fucking dies it's gonna piss me off yeah. Because Carnage, to, Carnage is the Joker of the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good point too. Um, you know what? You want to start ranking well, Halloween movies? Let's go ahead and do that. You want to do that with me? You mm -hmm. sexual fucking hot dog! 
Let's go ahead and do it, you Tyrannosaurus bitch. We are going to start from the bottom. Now we here. We're going to start from the bottom. Um, we're going to give our worst first, all the way up to the best. You guys know what the best will be. That's not a surprise, probably. Uh, you want me to go first? I mean, it's up to you, man. I'll go first. The worst Halloween film of all time is Halloween. It's between two. We know it's between two, right? It's either Halloween yeah. Resurrection or it's Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Uh, for me, the worst one is Halloween Resurrection. Mm. And here's why. Um, because Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, was uh, the worst crime it committed was that they, they, just, they took the characters and they just changed them entirely and they just shit on their legacies. That being said, as a movie, you just watch the movie. It's a ballsy take. He does some. He takes some wild swings, and I can appreciate that. And also, the first scene in Halloween Two is better than anything in Resurrection's entirety. Now, Resurrection, the beginning of Resurrection, was exciting. That was fun. The, the wild stuff with Jamie Lee Curtis, but even that scene wasn't that great. And then the Buster Rhymes thing just took it over the top to bad level. When Buster Rhymes can karate kick Michael Myers and just make him a fucking joke, which is what they made. Not only did he kick his ass, but he embarrassed them. When he ran into him in the hallway and Michael Myers was just like, he's like, get the fuck out of here. And then Michael Myers just walks away. That movie was an embarrassment to Michael Myers. My worst one's Resurrection. Yeah, my my well, we're close because yeah, it did tie between two for sure. Uh, for my bottom uh, bitches, uh, it's gonna be. Uh, I actually picked uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two oh. as my worst one, and the reason why I picked that one is is because well, you know, you can say what you want. Like the first thirty minutes of that movie, Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, was some of the best Michael Myers fucking ever. Like it was some good shit. It was awesome. But after that, it literally had nothing to do with Michael Myers. There was a goddamn unicorn. Sherry Moon Zombies fucking skank ass was still popping up. Where well, I thought you were fucking dead. It, it literally was just a hobo walking around in the fucking fields grunting, looking for a, a like a Gillette razor and a, <laughs> and a bar of soap. Like, and if it had been not that, if it had just been a, a movie that had nothing to do with Michael Myers and Halloween, I'd be like, you know what? I'm okay with it. It's fine. It's a weird movie, but at least it has nothing, you know, it's it's its own movie. The fact that they slapped Halloween on it is a travesty. Mm -hmm. And the first 30 minutes, yeah, you're right. Uh, looking at Resurrection, uh, it is probably better than the entire movie, but at least in Resurrection, it's still a Michael Myers movie. Yes, Buster Rhymes sucks dick, but at least you have the music playing. At least Michael Myers is in his mask. He's not grunting. He's not running around with a big-ass fucking a Fu Manchu beard. Uh, yeah, it looked like Duck Dynasty crawling out of their goddamn hole in Louisiana. <laughs> uh, so you don't have any of that. And also, you don't fucking make a mockery of one of the greatest characters ever, Dr. Loomis. You're just making him a complete fucking joke, a tool bag. Yeah. Like, they, I feel like what Rob Zombie did with Halloween 2 was he pissed on everything that John Carpenter had done on purpose. It wasn't even the fact that he was trying to make a good movie on his own terms. He was pissing on fans and John Carpenter's legacy on purpose yeah. so for that it's the worst one yeah can't disagree with you even though my pick even though our picks are reversed there can't disagree with you while we're going on to the next pick i want to know what you guys in the chat think we won't count it but which one's the worst for you guys is it resurrection or is it halloween 2 uh because i think that's got to be and for most people yeah. at least those are the two interchangeable ones at the bottom so i can actually skip my number 10 uh, my number 11 is Halloween Resurrection. Your number 11 is Halloween 2. Your number 10 is going to be Resurrection. Yeah. My number 10 is going to be Halloween 2. So we can actually move up to number 9 now. Uh, my next worst in the franchise, and I hate to do it because I love the movie. I do love the movie. It's got John Carpenter feels to it, that synth soundtrack. It's got the great Dr. Chalice. How you doing? 
Uh, but it's Halloween three. And the reason Halloween three comes next lowest in my list is because obviously for obvious reasons, it doesn't include Michael Myers. So it doesn't even feel like a Halloween movie as much as I loved it. And I enjoy the movie a lot. It's also, it gets to points where it's really slow and it's really like confusing and it's kind of dumb at certain points. There's a lot of problems with the movie. I love it personally, but it's not a great film and it doesn't even have Michael Myers in it. So that's why Halloween three comes in at number nine for me. It's weird, man. Uh, I didn't even put Halloween 3 in my ranking at all because I thought these were just Michael Myers only. He's not even oh. in the fucking movie. Yeah. But I did have a separate list. It's weird. I, I have Halloween 3 as my number nine in an alternate list. Okay, so then. So it, it literally is. A, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather watch a movie that has nothing to do with Michael Myers and a bunch, about a bunch of kids putting on masks that melt their faces than watch either one of those other movies. So even though it has nothing to do with Michael Myers, it has literally nothing to do with the Michael Myers universe. Yeah. I put those higher than Resurrection or Rob Zombie's Halloween too. But yeah. I didn't. I only ranked the the Michaels. But in my my other universe, it, it's number nine. Yeah, so. we'll just insert it in there as both of our number nines. Then since that way we'll have the same amount on our list. But yeah, same reasons, man. Like it's. I had a, I had a hard time between this one and my next one. Uh, but you go ahead with your next one since I kind of did yours. Well, okay, so uh, well, I guess uh, this would be like eight then, yeah. right? All right, so my number eight film is uh, Halloween Five. Wow. I put Halloween Five up there, and, and it's not just the fact that it looks like a goddamn old Farmer Ted uh, having a pitchfork <laughs> killing them kids with that mask <laughs> on. It, it just it's it's a poorly edited film. It, it doesn't really make sense. Uh, and and I'm not taking anything away from Don Shanks. Don Shanks is a big built motherfucker, and I would never say that to his face. But it was like he was poorly used in this movie. And and he he would have been a great Michael. Like he I I, I really do think he would have been a great Michael. But it was just it was all it was scatterbrained. The whole fucking movie was just like them trying to scramble for ideas, trying to figure out what to do with Michael, and not really knowing. And then you you have the the fucking goddamn stupid fucking Steven Seagal ponytail <laughs> crying moment in the attic. You pussy. Like you fucking take your mask off for your niece. You pussy. And you cry. And I'm like, all right. So at this point, Michael Myers has lost like a thousand points of coolness uh, right away. You try to bring him down to a stupid level. And then he's just sitting in a jail cell waiting for his mom to bail him out at the end. That was the worst. Like, that may be like, the worst shot of Michael Myers in Halloween history. Him so, sitting and in he's a jail cell. At, yeah. And he's looking at his like handcuffs. Like he doesn't know what fucking cuffs are. It's like, bitch, you've been shot, butchered. Uh, uh, and you, you're, you're confused about handcuffs. It, <laughs> like it's it, and then and, 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 and goddamn Travis Tritt walking around with the still toed boots that went nowhere. <laughs> I, like it wasn't dude, that movie at the time, though. It was cool like, because at that? least you had you had something, but yeah. th- that movie, you know, and and again, um, uh, you know, Don Shanks had even mentioned that there were a lot of stuff cut out. We all know that there were a lot of things that were cut out of that movie that might have made it better, yeah. um, especially with the ceremony to bring him back, the Doctor Death thing that they left out completely. Instead, Michael floats down the fucking river. This guy goes out of his way to change it. No, you know what? He got shot so fucking hard at the end of Halloween Four, his mask changed when he hit the water. Because for some reason, he has a different mask at the very beginning of Halloween 5. And then he... Halloween 5 is sickening for... You know why it's sickening? is because it could have been a good movie. And they just fucked off with it. Yeah, that fucking Luke Jean-Zerard came in and was like, I want to toy with it all. I want to switch it up. Give me croissant. Yeah. I am French. And I will wipe my ass with your tears. (laughs) Our pretzels are soft. Uh... (laughs) It's not a, a, you know, I, I can't disagree with your pick. Mine is actually 
My next number eight on the list is H two O. I put Ooh, Halloween five above it, which we'll talk about nice. when we get to yeah. Halloween five. Uh, but for me, it's H two O. And here's the reason why H two O is so low on my list. As I've watched the movies over the years, I've come to find I'm, I'm literally wearing a fucking H two O shirt right now. I, I I love the movie. Like for for instance, uh, it's it's hard to do this list because honestly, I can watch Rob Zombie's Halloween two. I can watch Resurrection, even though that one pisses me off the worst. I can watch Halloween three and definitely have a great time. I can watch H two O and have a great time. I have fond memories of that movie. It's one of the few Halloween movies I've been able to, to, to see in the theater when it premiered, and it was a big deal. Joseph mm-hmm. Gordon-Levitt was great. Uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis story I thought was really cool, the way they did that. Josh Hartnett was fucking awesome in the movie. I'm going to Yosemite. Um, call me here. Michael Myers is dead. <laughs> I liked her boyfriend in the movie. I liked LL Cool J in the movie. But the one sin H2O creates that is unforgivable to me is they completely fucked Michael Myers up bad the story was there the story was good but it didn't feel like a halloween movie they screamed the bitch up they wanted to do the dimension thing they didn't give credence to what michael myers was all about it was meant to be a teenage almost pg-13 type of movie that being said jamie Lee curtis was badass holding the axe screaming michael fucking cool scenes cuts his head off wild shit but the more and more i go back and watch it man i just get pissed as i watch it i'm like this isn't michael myers you you got a great setup you got money behind the movie you've got all these things going for you You got jlc killing it josh hartnett killing it and then michael shows up and he's like what the fuck? My mask. It's a CGI mask. Or it's I, a, not even a good mask. There's no good mask. There's eight masks. None of the masks is fucking good. Yeah. You know? I'm glad that you come to my island because I remember you defending that movie like non-fucking-stop. Yeah. Because I always thought it was too clean. It was too much of a Hollywoodized version of Michael Myers. It was clean-cut as fuck. It looked like a bitch that just got fucking brand-new titties in L.A. <laughs> like, it was like, oh, yeah, it's glistening and it's shiny. Yeah, you have a good cast. You're right, Squeen Queen, because I saw... But she, yeah, it's a good cast. But guess what? They didn't do diddly dick with the yeah. fucking plot, except to make it a car or carbon cop copy of everything that was popular in America at the time. Yeah, that's why. And I know people have fond memories of it, and I understand why. I mean, for sure, it came out in the time that you and I and, and Cody were are you know we were getting in the teenage years. But dude, it fucking it's not that good of a movie. It really is just a very very clean clean I mean, if that motherfucker had been produced by michael bay i'm like yep that makes sense that, that makes total sense yeah it's the most clean retail like non-halloween halloween movie and uh, you know what to be honest with you after some of the low budget stuff they did it was refreshing to an extent because you're like oh man they put some money behind yeah. michael myers had they just got and and you know what? it's not the guy who played michael myers fault i don't think the michael myers the dude who played him did a bad job at all and there's no. some amazing scenes in the movie, but the way it was just the mask. You got to get the fucking mask right. If you yeah. don't get the mask right, nothing's gonna fucking work. And it, it, the mask was pure trash. They never fucking figured it out. Yeah. Uh, so that's my- it, it, yeah. And I, I think hundred percent JT Customs is correct. It was an overrated turd. It was an overrated turd in its time, and it was an overrated turd now. I mean, it really is. If you go back and watch those movies, I knew that when I was watching it, dude. I was like, dude, this is not because you go from Halloween six, right? You go to this gritty fucking halloween six and then you go to this clean cookie cutter thing yeah and while it's fun and whatever but it's like jesus crystal come on get all that all that being said i still like you said i have fond memories of the movie i like the movie it's just one of my least favorite because i love the other movies in the in the the canon so much by the way diane wanted to know was was that beer the worst one so far i mean it was up there i mean like it was a big old punch to to me uh to me taint hole that Um, that dark beer you had had to be worse 
Yeah, there was one. Like I think that, like the one that I almost collapsed into a, a sniveling pile of the goo, brown porter one. That was that was a really bad one. That was up there though, Diane. I don't. Did you do that on purpose? Because I feel like you're asking if it was the worst because you did it on purpose to make sure it was the worst. It was up there. Okay, it's definitely in my uh, my top five arch villains of all time. But um, <laughs> it was bad. Uh, yeah, I agree, man. And, and again, we're not. We're, by the way, this is our list. We're not discouraging anybody. That we're not trying to say that you guys are assholes for liking H two O. That's your number one movie. That's your number one movie, man. The thing about Michael Myers and the Halloween thing is, there's various movies that you can pick from. But yeah, like and, to me, yeah, I, I agree. I, it had promise, dude. It really did. Like the one of the best scenes of that movie for me, other than him coming down like Batman with holding the one arm <laughs> thing and he's coming. In. But I, I loved when they had the Loomis like layover when they were like you know right you know right with like you know that you hear the lightning strike and then yeah. it's going up and you hear the the classic lines i'm like oh man this is gonna be fucking great yeah and that's what i'm saying like i don't even hate the movie i like i love i like so many people shit on the halloween sequels i love them all uh mornay said sorry mike i would have sent you an h18 shirt uh, instead of that one i love this shirt i love this movie it's just really low on my list for those reasons yeah it's not it's not my favorite either um okay so um so that was your that was your eight that was my number eight, eight. okay well i don't well, this is gonna be fun this will be easy um my number seven was um uh h2o ah so it was a little bit higher than yours but i mean h5 h2o you could swap them out and i'd be fine with it so I, it really doesn't make a difference either way so yeah. i'll just go to my number six because we already talked about in length about h2o um my number six which might be a little shocker a shocker in your panties to some and I hope it is. I hope you, you get that little dildo, Phil. Uh, it's going to be Halloween 2, 81. Damn. Yeah. That's low, I bro. Down, I put it down on the sixth list. <laughs> I put it down on the sixth line and ride it through, bitch. Um, because, look, I like Halloween 2 a lot. Uh, 81 was great. I mean, there's some great scenes in that. I love the development of the character. They they expand a little bit more on the Michael Myers mythos. You get a little bit more Do uh, Donald Pleasance, Dr. Loomis in it, which is great. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, improves herself as the badass that she is in the, from the first one. But the thing about Halloween 2, I liked it a lot. The mask, I did not like. And I'll be honest, and I know it's the same mask they used from the first one, but it was fat and it was like squished up. And that was because of the reasons why they didn't take care of it. You know, they, they didn't take care of it as well as they should have. But either way, it just, and it's also a continuation of the first movie in a way that it's literally one movie. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's one fucking movie. Like, in a way, Halloween 2 and Halloween 1 are pretty much Halloween 1. It's just a continuation. While I, I like, the hospital scenes were great. Also, I never fucking liked it. I never liked it that he walked around with a fucking scalpel most of the night. And, oh, really? Like, I, I just didn't like that shit. I just don't know why. I, I did, Like, what they did with Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, and this is the only credit I'll give it. What they did was they reimagined that hospital scene where Michael's an actual fucking badass. Like, and he's like, like he's got this fucking rage in him like beyond what they even did with Halloween 2 in 81 but nonetheless uh Halloween 281 I liked it a lot I, I there was a lot of good moments in it a lot of cool moments in it a lot of classic moments in it the all rods and all that shit was great but man I I got I I if you're going to ask me like if that like if I were if I had a top 5 movies to watch it would not be Halloween 2 in my top 5 yeah that's fair enough man uh my we talked about this a little bit already. My number seven. So that was your number six was Halloween two, right? Yeah. Uh, my number seven is Halloween five. Uh, 
We talked about it a little bit, but the reason I put Halloween 5 above H2O, uh, for all the problems that I have with Halloween 5, man, we talked about the mask looks like shit. They don't tuck the shit in. You got fucking Luke Altalangarad being like, I'd like croissant biscuits, Mm -hmm. and I will put men in black and whatever the fuck I want. Uh, All that shit going on. But the reason it was higher than H2O for me is because... um, because of Daniel Harris, she fucking rocked the shit out of that movie. She deserves yeah, she better. The reason it's so low is fucking Tina, who's the most annoying. Sometimes a man makes your heart feel like neon, so I have to disregard this little girl and let Michael Myers just have his way with her because I've got a date <laughs> for with a douchebag who doesn't even fucking like me. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you've also got great moments in that movie where uh, the end of it, I love the Loomis-Michaels fight at the end. That was one of my favorite Loomis moments of all time when he's beating the shit out of him with that two-by-four. He's like, die! Why won't you die? You know? It, yeah, if that had been the end of the series with Donald Pleasance, I might have been... Well, if that would have been the last ever Halloween movie, yeah. I'd be like, all right, well, you know, he takes the creature out with himself, so I'd be okay with it. But It, it was a great fucking Loomis-Michael moment, for A lot sure. of fucking hate for that, that that pick for number six, but, I mean, guys, I mean, hey. these, are, these are our lists, man. Hey. Like, you gotta, you, gotta, you gotta go with your hearts and farts. How you <laughs> feel is how you feel. Yeah, no, mine's not... My, honestly, mine's not that much different, even though I say that. But, no, I... I, I the, the thing about Halloween 5 is, is I love it a little bit more as the years go on. I can appreciate it a little bit more because... Michael is still fucking badass. It still has a little bit of those Halloween four films into it. The man in black idea is interesting. They just didn't give a fuck about the future of the franchise when they put that in there. They're like, it'll be interesting for this film. Fuck everybody else. But it was interesting for that movie. But it just, it creates some of the biggest sins in the entire Halloween franchise. A, with Michael's mask. B, with Tina. C, with Michael sitting in there playing with his chains like we talked about. That being said, Halloween 5, maybe the biggest scene that it fucks up is killing off Rachel so early. That was a huge mistake. The Myers house looked like shit. Uh, But I just, I don't know, man. Because of Daniel Harris and because of Dr. Loomis, I, I I still end up having more of an affinity for that movie than I do for H2O. So that's why uh, Halloween 5 is uh, higher than, on my list than it is on some people's at number 7. And then you did your number 6, so I'll knock out my number 6 real quick. We are close. I like, dude, how close we are. We're like a couple off of each ones here. Uh, my number six is, 6 is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Um, yeah. It's it's and now we're getting into the point in the middle of the list where you're talking about some great great fucking movies that just aren't in your top 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 movies or whatever yeah. you know what I mean uh, and again I love all these sequels uh, for better for worse for the scars I think I think this franchise's scars are some of its uh, like most beautiful things I love all these movies but Rob Zombie's Halloween Tyler Maine amazing badass Rob Zombie did a really good job within the infrastructure that he was given to play in um, you've got um, Joe Supreme, what's the guy's name? Joe Grizzly Bitch. That scene was great. Um, obviously, for obvious reasons, the, the the movie shortchanged itself by doing its Rob Zombie thing and making Myers, instead of uh, a really interesting, I don't know why the hell this happened, mysterious, scary person. Oh, he just grew up in a fucking trailer park with a shitty dad. Story solved. Mm-hmm. Worst sin that movie created. That being said, it was some of Michael's most angriest, most best filmed, most coolest scenes, and most maybe intimidating Myers of the entire franchise uh, physically in Tyler Maine and what they did with that. I, and, and Scout Taylor Compton was a fucking amazing Laurie Strode. Really loved her character. There's a lot I love about that movie and a lot I, I hate about that movie. It's, it's, a, it's a real fucking smushy thing for me, but that's my number, uh, that's my number six. Well, my number five is how, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween. There you go. 
There yeah. you fucking go. So I'm going to go ahead and repeat what you just said, all of that. <laughs> but I think that's why it's better than Halloween 2. And I think that it's because it's coming on the heels of something like a piece of shit like Resurrection. Yeah. You needed something to stimulate the people, to stimulate the audience, to get them back in. And they couldn't have picked a better uh, Michael Myers in Tyler Maine, a bigger, more violent Michael Myers than you'd ever seen before. And 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 the way that Rob Zombie, and again, I have we have our problems with Rob Zombie for sure, but the way that he's able, other than the backstory, which is fucking garbage, the yeah. backstory that he gives Michael is a complete hat. Like it's it's a trailer trash fucking bullshit story that you can watch on True Crime Daily. It's not it's not unique. It's not fucking cool. It's just like some bullshit. I don't know some redneck shit. Other than that, everything else about that movie, it's high octane. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of suspense. There's a lot. There's some good fucking kills in it. And uh, and again, uh, it, it, it's it's bringing back the breath of life to Michael. I mean, you just ruined Michael Myers essentially with Resurrection. And a lot of people probably thought that was the nail in the coffin. I mean, yeah, there were probably talks about Halloween Nine and maybe moving on from that, but it was fucking garbage then. Yeah, he was the one. He's the only one. Rob Zombie was the only one to take that vision and push it forward. And 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 yeah, he had to work within a framework. Thank God, because I, you know, we saw what happened when he didn't with Halloween too. Yeah. But within that framework, he was able to make Michael's fucking scary. And I remember a lot, like I remember watching the movie and at the end with the fucking when she shot him, and like the the blast of blood on her face uh, and she didn't screaming. know, like that shit was like, God damn, somebody call Robert Stack for unsolved mystery because we got a crazy <laughs> great uh, performance from her in that scene too when she asked to scream, yeah. she killed it. Yeah, Scott Taylor Compton was really good in it. Daniel Harris was really good in it. Yeah. And again, she got she got some redemption in that film as well for being in it. The sheriff was great. I mean, you can't pick a better fucking sheriff. Sheriff Brackett. Brad Dorf, uh, man. Yeah. Brad Dorf, man. Brad Dorf. Brad Dorf also, in my opinion, saved Halloween too from complete utter uh it, it's still a dirty underwear, but there's like one good clean mark in that skid mark. Yeah. And that's Brad Dorf. Uh yeah, man, like and, and and the music the the music was good like i mean everything about that movie other than the first 30 minutes was good even malcolm mcdowell which again i know that people love malcolm mcdowell i don't think he's a great lewis but he was still decent and i liked as long as they kept him with you know he was true to the character which they allowed he was fucking good i liked him and i liked that malcolm mcdowell hadn't watched donald pleasant's performance ever and he still pulled off a really good Dr. Loomis. So, yeah, yeah man, Halloween five, and, and, you know, Rob Zombie's Halloween, um, it's in my top five just because, and it, you know, if stuff like other movies hadn't existed, it might have been higher on my list. It might have been higher on my list if other movies yeah. hadn't existed. I agree with somebody in the chat, too. They were like, the second half of that movie is fucking great. You know, and yeah, the the first thirty minutes is all garbage. Everything yeah. else is fine. I, I had no problems with the other stuff, but yeah, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, we're super close. I like we're literally like we're like one off of each like other. One stuff. off, yeah, one off each. Uh, my number five is Halloween two. Just just only a spot above yours. Uh, I but I had a really hard time with that. My next three, five, four, and three. Uh, between Halloween 2 and the other two movies they're going to be. Honestly, I could interchange any of them. Halloween yeah, 2... Well, was it because he fucking docked it, like he put his fucking head through a plexiglass window? <laughs> I love that, that was a scene, bad scene. Uh, yeah, but uh, that's what I'm saying. Like Halloween 2 very easily, and when I was doing this list, it was very easily my number four. Uh, it, it, you know, my, almost my number three at one point, uh, but just these, these three are so interchangeable with me. I love them all so much. I love Halloween too, but it's, it, it comes in at number five finally with some hard looks at myself in the mirror, a naked smacking my own balls. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
do it. Uh, Love hurts. Dun, 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 dun. But no, Show them titties. <laughs> <laughs> things I love about Halloween too. It's one of the, no doubt, dude. It carries more DNA from the original classic than any other film after it. It definitely has some of that DNA still in there. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought uh, dude playing him did a great job. I thought it was well directed. I love was it Dick Warlock. Was that the guy? Uh, no, it yeah, Dick Warlock. Yeah, that was two. Was okay, yeah. Uh, I thought he did a great job. Again, the mask didn't fit his face quite that well. My two squished in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Halloween 2 is a movie, I think if you edit it to like an hour and 10 minute movie, it could be a perfect film. But my main draws away from it are those fucking scenes with Jimmy and all the stuff going on in the hospital between kills, uh, like Michael slowly like chasing Jamie through the hospital. The hospital provided some of the best moments of the Halloween franchise and some of the most boring nothing's happening moments of the entire yeah. Halloween franchise. Well, you also didn't get to see some of the goodest, the best kills. Right. Some of the kills happened off screen, but some of the best kills of the franchise, too. You've got the when he dips her head in and he melts her. I think that, that was, was our top number one most brutal that Michael was, Myers that was yeah. kill of all time. Um, and then the the feel of the whole movie, the way it picks up off the like, you don't know what that is. You know, all that stuff was amazing. And then the ending of that fucking movie. Oh, fucking shit. How fucking crazy and wild was that? She shoots him in the eyes fucking twice. He's bleeding, yeah. still fucking swinging blindly, looking to kill her. Loomis fucking blows them both up together in a fucking blaze of glory. Yeah. That ending was so fucking rad, dude. It made up for a lot of the boring moments that came before. If that, if that, if, if honestly, if that had ended the series, I didn't know that that was a good way to go. You wouldn't be able to argue, and that's what Carpenter wanted to do when he fucking wrote. He wanted to fucking end it, you know? Uh, but at the I same mean, Michael time... Michael walking around like he just saw that one girl that he picked up from the bar and she got naked but he still wants that sex <laughs> he's like I, I, I don't want to look at you <laughs> carpenter classically and famously wrote that just when one night drinking a six pack of beer and i think there's some great things that came from that and some bad things that came from that i just think there's a lot of filler there's maybe more filler in halloween 2 than any other halloween movie combined there was just some really we that you could feel them being like well we've got these crazy kills but michael's not supposed to be about this th these kills and stuff like that it's supposed to be about something different so they felt forced to add in these really slow boring chase scenes that didn't have any of the fucking uh, adrenaline that the chase scenes had in the original film yeah. when you're first being introduced to Myers really slow and it really slow yeah and they added a bunch of unnecessary characters and slowed it down that being said it's one of the greatest Halloween films of all time and I still fucking love it even at number five that's just how much I love these movies but I think that I feel like that movie could have been so much more but I almost feel like it almost felt like in some ways, when I watched that, it's like John Carpenter didn't want to do another one. And it almost felt like, all right, well, I got a couple of good ideas, but this is fucking it, guys. Like, I'm not. And and Jimmy was probably the, the biggest. Like, I know Jimmy's probably more of a stalker than fucking Michael is. <laughs> yes, you know, that little, the nasty little motherfucker. But, yeah, I get it. No, man. Uh, and honestly, um, I get why people love Halloween 81. I just... Um, I, I, you know, it's hard for me to separate Halloween because it's literally the same night. It's the same fucking movie. And so it's still, I, I know they're separate films, but it almost, you know, but yeah, it is. It's a I good love movie. The, man, I love the fucking movie so goddamn much. It, it pains me. It literally fucking pains me to put it so low at number five because it's such a great movie. But again, I just want to reiterate, I'm not sh like putting it low on the list. It's not like this is why it sucks. No, I love these movies so goddamn much that. Putting it at number five is like a great thing to me. That's a fucking award. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. I, other than Resurrection and Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, I love all the fucking movies. Yeah. Like, I yeah. really do. I mean, I, even Halloween 5. I will take you in your Farmer John ass mask 
and I will still watch you. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter, but I'm just glad they made them. So my number four, um, and this this actually is where it got difficult, and I think you mentioned it. Like, when you get into your top four, it's fucking crazy. It's, it's fucking crazy town. I picked uh, Halloween 6. I picked The Curse of Michael Myers for my number four slot. And uh, the reason why is, uh, is uh, in a lot of ways, the same reason why uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween was so high up on the list, I suppose, is because it brought Michael back. It brought Michael back to, like, badassery. In my opinion, uh, the, the the medical scene, when he's in the fucking hallway with the, the strobe lights going off, it's still the best Michael fucking unleashed moment I've ever fucking seen. Yep. When he's chopping away and saying, fuck your goddamn insurance, I don't have it, <laughs> and I'm going to kill you all, doctors. It's still, and you got Paul Rudd, you got a great cast, you got an amazing story. You really, and you got, yeah, he's a little fat, Michael is, but he's fucking dangerous and he's fucking scary. This is like, like, goddamn junkyard dog from the WWF. He's stalking you. Fucking yeah, dude. Mad. And like, even the beginning of the movie, and I'm not talking about uh, the producer's cut, I'm talking about the regular edition that we all know and love from, you know, uh, the video rental stores, the one you see on TV. Yeah. That dude, at the very beginning, when he shoves the fucking nurse's face, like, on the spike, and he's just watching it. That let you fucking know. So fucking cool, dude. That, he looks so goddamn cool. Dude, that put everybody on notice. They was like, I'm a badass dude, fucking mean-ass Michael I'm, Myers, and I'm here to fuck shit up. And I would have loved to have seen... You know that part when he's walking out of the cellar and that smoke is rising up and he's slowly coming up and he's yeah. stalking Jamie? Dude, I wish that had been the fucking poster. Him walking out of the smoke and just in Halloween 6, yeah, the dude. curse of Michael Myers because you can't keep a good Michael dead. Yeah. But, dude, it, like, and, and, and the music is great. <clears throat> and again, <clears throat> uh, the story, the, the runes bullshit, again, that's the producer's cut. That's all stupid. Uh, I don't necessarily like them giving any kind of reasoning behind Michael and the thorn tattoo. But they had to do something. Halloween 5 had literally backed him into a goddamn, like, so, some motherfucker at Parallel Park, they hit the curb, and they don't know how to get out without hitting that car. Yeah. They had to do something. So they did a good job, man. And it also came from a fan. Like, the idea came from a fan, and they fucking rocked it. Yeah. And, 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 and again, and I know a lot of people have a problem with Michael in that in some way because he's kind of a fat dude. But, dude, he's fucking scary. The like, mask was great, too. And the mask is, like, it, it's just showing... And it also has one of the best. Uh, what was it? The the stepdad or the adopted dad? John Strode. Michael Myers. Bullshit. One of the best guys ever. Like you just remember keep slipping her the cash, Debra. Yeah, I only see one bastard around here. Like it's just <laughs> it, it's like you you get so many memorable moments. You get so many memorable characters. Yeah. And uh and do one of my favorite parts is right before the hospital or, or or the asylum scene when he he goes nuts he goes fucking crazy is uh. Uh, when 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 the when the crazy lady in the hallway is like, he's home and he's angry, and then Paul Rudd's like, oh shit, <laughs> and like, like I, I love it, dude, and uh, yeah, I really wish Donald Pleasance had stayed alive uh for the 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 remainder because I you know I would love to see what else they were gonna shoot with him, yeah, um, but yeah, man, that's like I I would watch that I I watched that movie on repeat almost, man, I fucking you know I'm with you on that one, I'm 100 percent with you on that one, uh. We'll talk about it more here in a second. My that was your what? Which number was that for you? That was your. That's my four. Okay, that was your four. My number four is actually Halloween 2018. 
Uh, and again, these three, these next three that we're going to talk about, uh, interchangeable for me. Uh, Halloween 2019, it was tough for me to put above Halloween 2 1981. It really was because 1981's Halloween 2 has just so many direct tie-ins to the first movie and they feel like a continuation and there's so many nice things about that old school thing and there's so many great things about Halloween 2. The reason I ended up finally deciding to put Halloween 2018 above Halloween 2 as my number four pick is this. It, it it Halloween 2 feels like an extension of Halloween. Halloween 2018 is a sequel to the same movie, but because so much time has passed, uh, it's, a, it's a totally new idea, and it feels like a fresher take on it. You got yeah. Halloween coming out of fucking nowhere in this movie. It's been years since we've had a Halloween film, and I know that this movie is very divisive, and some people fucking hate it. But 2018? There are, 2018. There are some people out there all right, that will come on there and be like, well, whatever happens, that piece of shit sucked, and everybody knows I can't it sucked. people hate it that bad. <laughs> well, there are people that come out and they say Halloween 2018, they act like it's the biggest atrocity of all time. And it's like, look, if you don't like the movie, fine. You don't like the movie. And I can understand your reasons for not liking it. I'll hear you out. I understand. But what you have to understand about Halloween 2018, it came out in 2018 after all this shit. And you know what? Um, it, did it do well critically? Yes. All, mm -hmm. Not all positive scores, but very over the top. The majority was positive. Did it do well uh, box office? Yes. Over the top did an amazing job box office wise. Critically, audience scores, box office, it was a success. So whether you want to yeah. say you don't like the movie, that's fine. But don't act like it's a failure and everybody looks at it as a failure. Halloween 2018 came out of fucking left field when we haven't seen Halloween. Halloween Returns got canceled. They're, they're playing with fucking nothing, right? They're coming out of left fucking field with nothing. And they come out and they nail fucking Michael Myers. They nail the mask. James Jude Courtney nails playing him. The fucking... Uh, um, Annie Matichak was great. Jamie Lee Curtis did a great acting performance in that movie. That movie nailed so many important pillars of Halloween franchise that some of the best movies in, in the Halloween franchise neglected or fucked up. They got the mask right. They got Michael right. They got Jamie Lee Curtis right. They got the story Stop right. Stop talking. You're giving me a boner. They got the feel right. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Is no, it perfect? I, I, no, it's not no, perfect. There I are agree. things. Yeah, there's Sartain. There's things about the story. And honest to God, this movie was higher in my ranking when I watched the movie. I was so high on it. It was a little higher in my ranking than it is now. The, now that I've watched it probably 25 goddamn times, I've noticed little things I don't like here and there, and I've picked it apart a little bit more, so it's a little bit lower in my list. But Halloween 2018 is a goddamn success story for Halloween. That's mm -hmm. why it's my number uh, four. Four? Yeah. Yeah, well, my number three is Halloween 2018. Uh, I put it in my top three list. And again, it's one of those films. Um, we, we talked about uh, Halloween 6 revitalizing the badassery of Michael Myers. Um, I feel like this film did the same kind of thing for Michael Myers uh, that had been missing sorely for a long time. Not to mention the fact that age old goddamn question, does he kill kids? And he fucking did. He smashed that little kid's fucking head right into the goddamn window. He and he didn't give a shit about it. Killed them. Um, there's also so many great moments in that movie. Uh, you know, him over the over the stall, dropping the fucking teeth. Oh. Uh, James G. Courtney fucking owned that goddamn role. And you could tell that he really put the effort in to be as much like Nick Castle as he could. But one of the best moments I've ever seen, and it really was, it gave me a half fucking chubby for like three days when he slams the fucking car, uh, the car trunk down, and he's got the fucking mask and the music yeah. and the way that the camera pans up amazing yes all the cast members were awesome will Patton was one of the best sheriffs that i've ever seen fucking a um, I, you know thank god they got that dude um 
And the music, man, John Carpenter comes back with his grandson and puts in some fucking brand new shit. Some of the spin on some of the old shit that we know and love, but some of the new shit too. And it really adds to a scene. One of the, you know what? And and it's so crazy when you see him walking down the street and he's badass right before they run him. Dude, he looks fucking incredible. Like it's just, there's something about him. It's like, this is like fucking uh, the Dark Knight version of of Michael Myers. Like he's like Batman in the Dark Knight. He's just (laughs) fucking. Fuck it! I don't care if I have a motorcycle helmet. Uh, like he doesn't give a shit. Uh, yeah, man. And uh, and the kills and 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 the actor like Andy Matichek, uh great actress. Jamie Lee Curtis fucking killed it too. Will Patton was awesome. Uh, everybody did a great job, man. And you could tell not only that why I like it uh, is also Danny McBride. He's known as a comedy writer, but he's able to pull this shit off yeah. alongside David Gordon Green and, and and company, of course. But he's able to pull this off. And again, it was strongly needed. This is what I think Halloween 2018 wasn't just a, a, like a revitalization pill for the Halloween franchise. It was a revitalization pill for the entire horror community. I feel like once they realized big hey, fucking man, deal, people fucking are salvating at the goddamn old Lipperinos for these fucking kind of movies. And they want a good movie, too. Hey, these. This is it. Like, we, let's let's get uh, Jason, uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, bring those guys back. I'm still um, here, honey pots. I gotta change my. Uh... I don't know what I. Yeah, I got scared for a second. I was like, oh shit! I fucking blinded him with truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, man. Uh, Halloween 2018 is my number three, uh, and I remember. You know, it's also because I, I remember going to. Uh, I, I guess it was me, you, and Cody. We went to the theater, dude, and, uh, you know, that say something, Michael. And then right right after that, you get the classic Halloween score and then the the, the, the pumpkin inflating. Yeah. And you have the classic title uh, crawl uh, with with the original title, you know, sequence of, of the original Halloween. I'm like, holy yeah. fuck, dude, this dude, is going to be. I don't I don't think the people who really hate Halloween 2018 really understand what it was like. Um, to see some of the shittier sequels to our favorite movies back in the day. Uh, I, I don't think they understand how blessed we are to have j- that theme, the title drop, the the feel of the movie, the mask, the good Michael Myers, the cool story. Like, I don't think they understand how many disappointments we went through as slasher horror fans watching our favorite characters be taken over by people who don't even care to get the mask right i love halloween 4 and we'll talk about it but those guys were so clueless at some points in that movie the director that they 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 let scenes stay in the film where michael myers had a pink face and blonde hair and they didn't even notice it these people in halloween 2018 had so much care towards the movie that uh, they, they would never let something like that happen you know what i mean we were very very lucky with what we got in halloween 2018 and that's just the way i feel about it even though it's not perfect and there's story issues and there's little tiny things here and there fuck were we lucky to get a serious good non non-fucking if that movie come out in the 80s like uh you could easily had a bunch of naked chicks and a bunch of oh i'm gonna kill this person and, and boring shit yeah. David Gordon Green came on. He made an a, an independent filmmaker who made a film that people took seriously. They paid attention to it seriously. He took his character seriously. Almost every person who died in that movie was somewhat likable. We were very lucky to get the Halloween. Well, not everybody. We Perfect I mean, or not? Fuck that, fuck that fat little asshole that was trying to get with Andy. Right. But <laughs> yeah, but I mean, other than that guy. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But yeah, it was. Yeah, you guys. Um, I mean, the best we had growing up was Halloween Six. 
I mean, that was literally the best. I, and I, and I, I, again, I thought H2O sucked back in the day. Yeah. And I thought Halloween Resurrection sucked back in the day. I never yeah. fucking gave either one of them an excuse. Especially you cut fucking Michael's head off. Yeah. You sons of bitches. People like, love H2O. People are trying to praise that. Like that was some kind of a good, yeah, bro. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, anyway, my point being is Halloween 2018 was one fucking movie that was like, yeah, we're going to pay the respects to Michael. We're not going to fucking make him a joke. We're not going to have his little sister running around and chop his fucking head off after she steals an ambulance because wooey, yeah. get the fuck out of here with your Dude. goddamn rip off scream shit. But, but what Halloween 2018 did again was it brought Michael back to the forefront of badassery. And again, it was really cool to see it in the theaters. I had not seen a Halloween movie in the theaters since probably maybe I saw resurrection. Maybe, it was, a, but it, it was enough to, fuck, I, I never saw Rob Zombie's Halloween in the theaters. I never, I, I just, I don't think I ever saw it, but I definitely didn't see Halloween too. But to just see that uh, with people that love the franchise, that love the film, that get what Michael Myers is about, that gets what John Carpenter originally set out for it. And, and, and to see this, the studio come together and, and just give you as fans, finally a, a renewed Michael was awesome yeah so and that's the thing like people want to shit on halloween 2018 imagine for the people who hate that movie because they say it's this this and this i understand your points but imagine being a kid and watching h2o imagine if halloween 2018 had michael myers with seven different masks in that film and at one point he's crossing his eyes when he's getting hit in the nuts and like he looks like an alien and then the mask gets big eyes imagine watching that in 2018 and tell me that H2O is a better fucking film than you got with Halloween 2018. Halloween 2018 is not perfect, but they got Michael Wright. They took him seriously, and they, and, and they did a lot of fucking great things. Like, man, they didn't, my, my big thing with 2018 is they didn't fucking hard miss anything. They didn't fuck anything up greatly. Sartain's the only thing you can point to. And in the end of the day, when the movie's over with, Sartain didn't matter. It didn't we don't have to live with a Sartain twist for the next two movies. It may not have worst, been good for that movie, part. but it's done. It's over with. It's not going to leak into the other two movies the way the man in black did or the way uh, the end of Halloween 4 could have or all this other shit. You know, just tiny things I don't like either, but you never had Michael with his eyes crossed. You never had Michael with goddamn googly eyes. You never had Michael with a pink fucking face and blonde hair. You got to appreciate that if you've sat through those other movies for the first time. Yeah, HBO was literally an example of filmmakers that don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they get Jamie Lee Curtis and anybody that fucking has ever said that, that movie is some. I, I, look, Cody is my brother said it. Mike has said it before. That movie was a product of its time. It was a scream ripoff, a hundred percent, and they were trying their best to cash in on that. The reality of it is, if you watch back, they they literally digitized Michael's mask. Yeah. Like, I don't fucking understand how the fuck you think that's cool to digitize his mask where he has giant fucking E.T. eyes <laughs> looking in at Jamie Lee Curtis and be like, oh, yeah, that's scary. Exactly. Woo -wee. But anyway, exactly. Halloween 2018. I, yeah, I feel like before we move on, I, I got to take a pee. OK, yeah, I got a pee, too. So we'll do, we're, right. we're at the top of the line now. So you go ahead. I'll, I'll go in a All sec. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, like, so, OK, just to recap. 
uh, I'll, I'll go through, you know, uh, basically Jay and I have been like one off of, on each other's movies, but my number 11, the worst one's Halloween Resurrection. Next one after that's H2. You could switch those two around. Number nine's Halloween 3, and it hurts me to say that because I love the movie so much, but just the lack of Michael really makes it hard to fight against. H2O, great memories, great moments. You fucked up the mask. You, you made it a scream ripoff. It's a little low, even though I love the fucking movie. Halloween 5 is number 7 for me because I adore watching that movie, and I love it every time, a little bit more every time I watch it, but it's got major problems that you just can't overlook. Number 6, Rob Zombie's Halloween. The biggest sin it commits is giving Michael a trailer trash backstory, but in the end of the day, you get to see a big, fucking brutal, mean Michael Myers do some wild shit, and it was nice to see that big budget on a screen and Michael being visceral and mean with a big budget. It's, it's got its own special place in Halloween lore, even though zombie did a zombie thing and fucked up a little bit. Halloween two fucking classic, amazing movie. Hate to put it at number five. Cause I love it so much. Number four, Halloween 2018 for me. And we'll get into the rest of it. The top three is going to be wild. Um, we'll talk about that when we get to it, but uh, let's see here. Uh, Mark Dorman says don't like 2018 that's fine everyone can have their opinion but name a better Halloween sequence than Michael going house to house uh, in the others that scene when Michael in that movie just fucking goes I'm gonna walk down the street and fucking Halloween that's what I'm gonna do I'm Michael Myers on Halloween in Haddonfield I'm gonna walk right down the fucking street I'm gonna walk in this fucking barn I'm gonna grab this fucking hammer I'm gonna switch it out with a knife I'm just gonna fucking go house to house fuck people up five minute scene or whatever Fucking murders several people. You got an L-Rod tie-in. You got some awesome Easter eggs. Comes up the Marion scene. Goddamn. Fuck you. I'm going to put you down. Amazing fucking one-track sequence. I just don't think people appreciate it because they didn't have to live through some of our favorite movies. But at the same time, there was moments in those movies where you're like, oh, God, because you just fixed that one little fucking thing. God damn it. That would have been cool if Michael didn't have shoulder pads in Halloween 4 which is higher on our list, but if Michael didn't have shoulder pads and was fucking being bumbly and like just so many dumb little scenes where we have so much feedback with social media now and you've got people who care about the movie, goddamn, could you imagine if a fucking Fast and Furious director got a hold of Halloween and just made it some dumb shit for the fucking money? We are so goddamn lucky to have horror fans making Halloween 2018. Whether you love what they did with the story or not, that is debatable. But I think that sometimes, man... Sometimes we're spoiled. We're just spoiled fucking people. Um, and I'm not saying that about everybody that didn't like 2018. If you didn't like it, that's fine. I understand if someone goes, hey, that movie's a six to me because it's got this story problem. It's got that story problem or whatever. But just as a hardcore Halloween fan who has watched and studied and loved these movies for so long, Halloween 2018, it was like, oh, my God. Fuck. You can take the movie serious from title to credits and it takes itself seriously and there's no goddamn giant fucking hiccups and you might point to sartain sartain was a weird goddamn moment but it was like oh please god oh they're not gonna fucking do that oh they're gonna fuck we were in the theater literally going oh fuck dude no 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 that guy's not gonna take a they're gonna fuck it all up holy shit but eventually michael got his mask back and the sartain was just a weird subplot for a second and it's like okay that was weird but everything's cool now. Michael's still Michael. Everything's good. Um, it was just a hiccup, you know? It could have been a fucking earthquake, and it wasn't. So even though you don't like it, you got to let it go and be like, hey, that was stupid. I don't like it. Fucking move on. And then again, even even saying that, the Sartain character was pretty fucking entertaining before he got all fucking balooey. You know what I mean? 
That's enough about 2018. I feel like I'm fucking having a period over here or something. Like a man period, which is... God, are you... You don't want to be like if men had periods. We'd be the fucking worst. We'd be out hitting people in the streets with beer bottles and shit like that. Respect to all women who have to do with that. We would not handle as well as you all do. I'm on a weird tangent right now, aren't I? Holy shit. Macaroni and cheese. But yeah, I feel like the the expectations for Halloween were really high 2018, but... The Halloween Kills expectations are going to be even bigger. I'm worried about the reaction to that. But at the same time, fuck, I think it's going to be the Dark Knight of the Halloween franchise, buddy. Let me tell you what. Hooey, I really do. Yeah, Mizzy, you're right. When Michael fucking squished Sartain. I watched that movie again yesterday because we were interviewing um, uh, Annie Matichak that night. I watched it again. And when he squishes his face, holy tits. That's one thing I was like, God damn, was that dude's face made of fucking SpaghettiOs? It just went Kush! everywhere. Just like really easy. No crunch, just the it was nasty and it was awesome. And I loved it. You know, that was a cool kill. I think people expect so much from movies. They forget to look at the cool shit in them these days. Like instead of being like, man, was that kill awesome? They're like, man, he said peanut butter on my penis. Like, who cares if the guy said peanut butter on my penis? How cool was the rest of the fucking movie? And I liked the peanut butter on my penis slide. You know? And then I fucked the dude, and I was like, that's my problem. I like sweet tea and dudes. You shouldn't put your uh, your the peanut butter on your penis when you did that, because it made it smell <laughs> like uh, Nutty Freddy. <laughs> I'll be right back, and then we'll finish this thing. Yes, indeedy. Woo-wee. What a fucking list. I got to be honest, man, and that was my paper. I didn't fart. Good times. By the way, it's a little hard to keep up. I don't understand why in the fuck like this chat is so far behind. I mean, I, I'm trying my best to keep up with you guys, but it's like a 15-second, 20-second delay. But, you know, we'll do our best. God damn, man. Some of that, uh, some of you dudes. Hey, Thunderwolf. Some of you dudes got real pissed off about that Halloween too being in my sixth spot, but it is what it is. It is what. It, hey, Mike, don't don't flatter me. Don't flatter me, Mike. But you can. <laughs> Neil Greenwald says the chat is damn vocal tonight. Yes, 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 yes. But that's okay. We like that. We like that interaction. We like people. We like people giving these opinions iron wolf says jay what's your favorite part of h3 when it ended no i'm fucking kidding i don't know man um i think uh my favorite the, the one that i remember the most in halloween 3 was probably the part where uh the family comes to visit the factory and the kid puts the, like the mask on and it starts melting into his fucking face i think that was like god damn that's nasty as shit Matilla game says that love the dollop speed you have jay yes uh they are quite uh great i know i know i can't wait for you uh, to get that aol 9.0 austin thank you so much he says uh sartain succumbed to the allure of evil as anyone would dr loomis was the only person who could understand evil without becoming it i mean you may have a point you may have a point but at the same time um i don't know i think sartain that motherfucker looks like he he sells planners peanuts on the sidewalk of Las Vegas uh, with his big ass mustache. I don't know. I just feel like Sartain was 
belonged in the loony bin alongside Michael Myers, and Dr. Loomis would have never given that motherfucker the time of day. But that's my opinion, but I get what you're saying. For show. Uh, McGrim19 says, well, Halloween 2 is good. Just giving some love. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was a good movie. It was a good movie. Um, there was nothing wrong with Halloween 2. It just, <clears throat> I feel like the mask was not up to par. I just don't feel like it was the same John Carpenter movie. And I feel like there was a lot of things they could have done better. The the main thing I, I hate is the fact that you, some of the best kills or potential best kills were off camera. Uh, the one with the lady that had all her blood drained out was fucking insane you didn't see that at all or, or the the where the doctor has his eyeball stabbed you didn't see that part at all but uh blu-ray addict says jay do you like south park or family guy random question law no it's good um south park or family guy like are you like out of either one uh, i've always been a south park guy um if i had to pick either one uh family guy is fun i do like family guy but south park man uh matt and trey they those guys they give fuck zero about any kind of shit going on in the media. They will make fun of anybody, any religion, any political group. Um, and it's all spicy to them. So I, yeah, it's South Park for me. It's always been South Park. Um, what's your all time favorite kills? Hold on. Uh, what's your all time favorite kills between Halloween, Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street franchises asks, Ashley um, beats. Um, that's a really good question, man. I don't know. Um, I would say one of the nastier. Uh, well, my favorite. Well, I would say uh, my favorite kill out of those three would be when uh, Jason uh, puts the, the the face in into that like fucking frozen shit in in Jason X and smashes it against the fucking table. Like That's out great. of the three, out of the three big ones, like right away, I think of that one. Like that was a gnarly fucking scene. That but was good um, scene. yeah. All right, let's let's rail through this bitch. What do you got? Let's, what, number four. You already did your number four. No, I did my number three. You did three already? Yo, I put Halloween. Uh, well, I, yeah, I think I put Halloween twenty eighteen for number three. I don't know where we are. Oh, I just did my number four. With, which All right, so my number three is Halloween 2018. Okay, we already talked. We've already talked pretty good lengths okay. about that, so I don't want to go into that one. And we, we've talked about this next one as well. My number three is Halloween six. Uh, again, Halloween six, Halloween 2018, Halloween two, 1981. I'm interchangeable with all those. Like, really, I am. They're so close to me. All three of them. Halloween six is almost blasphemy to most people to put so high. At number no, at number man, three. I, I don't get well, you know, I understand why in some regards, but I mean, I never got it. Like, I remember as a kid watching that on VHS, watching the trailer. I'm like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Again, we we had just discussed about the last movie that we had seen as kids was uh, Halloween five. And then yeah. in 1996, you see a trailer for fucking Halloween six, the curse of Michael Myers. And you're like, oh, my God, I like that spicy. I like that spicy <laughs> wing. But yeah, yeah. Halloween six. Yeah, dude. Uh, Halloween six. I mean, a number one. It was it was the most watched movie for me and Jay as kids. So it's more of a personal thing than a quality thing. But because I mean, it was the one movie Hollywood Video in our t in our hometown always had Halloween six. So we would rent it over and over and over again. Not only that, he's at his most brutal pre Rob Zombie taking him over. This was the first time you got to see Michael be that brutal. The spike. 
I really hated that they couldn't bring out uh, Daniel Harris to play Jamie. I hated that they had to do the other actress or whatever, even though she did fine. But the way he killed her was brutal. Michael was scary. He was mean. He was a different Michael at that time than you'd ever seen before. He was a a, a new generation's Michael Myers, and it was freaky to behold. Um, for so many movies, when they try, it's like, how do we make Michael scary again? Oh, we all these other movies that we got to take it back to the first one. We got to take it back to the first one. Yeah, Halloween Six had the guts to to make Michael for that era. They didn't try to do anything the first movie did. They tried to do their own version of Michael Myers. And yes, is the story messed up, the producer's cut, the editing. There's so many bad things in that movie. It's a mess. It's, it's a, a mess of a movie. Total mess. But for those little moments, man, they were so cool for us to watch. They were so vibrant and in your face. The the scene you talked about, the the strobe scene, Loomis was great in that movie. Loomis is, uh, Donald Pleasance uh, in that movie is so underrated. But people. 100%, yeah. From the point where he's sitting there in his sweater and his home, he's like, not dead, just very much retired. To the point at the end where he's helping them escape. Um, the theatrical cut's definitely my favorite. John Strode, his head exploding, really brutal kills, great kills. The mask was amazing. It's one of the best masks in the franchise. That movie has a lot of problems, and most people look at the problems and don't look at the good stuff about it. But you and me, I feel like we appreciate the great stuff about it, and that's why Halloween 6 is just so important to us. Halloween and so high 6 on the list. is literally, I mean, if you want to, you know, what you were saying is true, all of it. You want to put it in a nutshell, is Michael Myers is a badass. That's yeah. it. 100% he's scary. That's it. You mm -hmm. watch that movie, Michael Myers is on a rampage. 100%. That's He's fucking angry. The rage, Michael, is all there. All of it. And, and, it, it like, it's the most brutal Michael Myers. I've, I mean, I'm, I've even, including the Rob Zombie Halloween, it's the most brutal Michael Myers I've ever yeah. fucking seen. This motherfucker gives no fucks. He's the kind of guy like, uh, you don't validate parking? You dead. Uh, <laughs> By the, the way, uh, I think uh, really quick, Braxton Wages, I think he had said that earlier. I think that's your name, man. He said um, Michael did not respect Sartain. He thought he was pathetic. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. I think that's exactly why he fucking brutalized that guy on the road. He respected Dr. Loomis in some way. I think that, uh, I think that in some dark, twisted corner of Michael's mind, he even wanted Dr. Loomis to find a way to stop him. Yeah. But he never did. But he also understood that Dr. Loomis was trying to either stop him or fucking fix him. Yeah. Dr. Sartain just wanted to watch the monkey perform in the circus. Yeah, and that's so. why you got that scene when Michael's in the back of the car with Andy Matichak, and when he says, Judith, Michael Myers wakes up. Michael mm -hmm. doesn't attack the girl who looks like Judith to him. That may have reminded her. He goes straight to Sartain. He's been wanting to kill Sartain for a really long time. Yeah. He kicks the shit out of him. He lets her go to kill Sartain. Yeah. He completely disrespected Sartain. And to me, I feel like Michael Myers thought Sartain was, was a disrespect figure to Loomis who Michael Myers actually revered in some way yeah and and I would have been fine with Dr. Sartain if they hadn't gone the route they'd went with them but the fact is you're absolutely right man 100% Michael Myers had no respect for Dr. Sartain mm -hmm. like, like zero and the, and the fact that he was even like getting him to try to perform for peanuts he's like what did he say did he say Judas did he say Judas <laughs> and then he was wearing his mask and like he's like a you know oh yeah you know dance for me like he was trying to write a fucking book I wish what had happened to Dr. Sartain had happened to Malcolm McDowell's Loomis and H2 because yeah. I feel like it would have been the exact same because Michael's not stupid. I mean, Michael Myers is actually out of all of the, the big horror icons. He understands at least to some degree what he is. I, I would almost imagine like he is a force of evil, Yeah, but he never really 
it's always it's always strange to watch that he never really struck down dr loomis in in the multiple ways he could have because i always felt like he did want to be stopped yeah. or or at least he wanted to be but he understood maybe the balance between good and evil Dr. Yeah. Loomis was good. He was evil. And there was a perfect balance. Dr. Sartain was just a piece of shit that was yeah. trying to get into, you know, YouTube clicks. I think he felt the pull of goodness from Loomis. I think if Loomis mm -hmm. did anything, he, 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 he at least got Michael to jerk in that direction a little bit. Teleanimated said it great. He said, Sartain wearing the mask almost ruined the 2018 movie for me. I totally that get that. Really... And last night when we were interviewing Annie Matterschack. We asked her about that scene, and in that, and we'll let you guys see the interview will be up on Monday. But we asked her about that scene, and I was like, I was watching it today, and when Sartain pops up, and he's got that, he's got the police jacket on that he was wearing, and that big, big mask that didn't fit him at all. I was like, I laughed. I could not help it when he popped up, and that mask didn't fit his head. He was like, I was, I laughed, and we asked her about that, and I was like, Did you not? Like, I was like, Be honest with me. Did you not like want to laugh when you saw him pop up? And she was like, Well, here's the thing. When I'm in that back seat and I'm watching, she's like, I didn't see him do it. They're filming me and I'm reacting to it, but it's not actually happening in front of me. Yeah. Uh, but th that was a fun thing. You'll, you'll see that on Monday. But yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Dr. Sartain was a joke, man. I mean, I, and yeah. I, I think that even, well, you know, all she said was like, you know, a lot of people think that either they love him or they hate him. But uh, I, I remember watching in the theaters, even after that scene, I, and uh, again, we, we discussed, I, I told her fucking straight out i didn't like him i thought yeah. he was garbage juice i liked but, him i don't like what they did with him well i mean yeah he might be a good person in real life and i'm all, i'll buy him a barbecue dinner but i'm, <laughs> I'm just like, like i think that yeah his character was garbage and i, I think it was a, a throwaway character i think that if you had stuck it with like if you hadn't gone the route they'd gone which yeah. they did obviously they wanted to make him i don't know what the fuck but up, to, up to that point though he was likable and funny and we all kind of enjoyed up to him. that point yeah and but yeah. i was like I know, but it was also kind of hard for me to even accept the Dr. Loomis replacement. I was like, yeah. And I, and I, and someone did say, um, Michael needed Dr. Loomis to live. Maybe that's what it was, man. Maybe it was like a, like a weird inner kind of thing inside of him. He's like, I, you know, a yin and yang, if he doesn't live, then I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I know that he's always after Jamie Lee Curtis, but maybe, you know, Dr. Loomis was like, you know, he was his Van Helsing. Like, that's yeah. what Dr. Loomis was. So, and in a sense, Daniel Harris, both Daniel Harris's character and Loomis, they were almost like a ground wire to Michael just fully becoming let loose of this world. I think both Daniel Harris's character and Loomis kept that little faint 2% chance that Michael Meyer, Myers could overcome it. I, um, but never happened. I don't know that movie. I don't know. But it was, it was some movie where he was like, uh, you need me to exist and i need you to like i i, I need you it's like to batman be, joker kind of it was like batman joker kind of thing yeah. yeah it's like they need each other to fucking uh you know to actually continue on but either way uh what are we on number two yeah well dragon b says the that pool shows in the uh, myers castle in part five uh yeah 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 you could see that 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 pool between the two of them but yeah no we're at number two yeah you're number two that's where we're at all right man well my number two can I get a 60 amen for Alan McElroy's Halloween four? You got to bring Halloween four into the mix at number two. We're both uh, look, same. Yeah, dude. Look, I mean, honestly, I kind of fought with myself. I almost put this as number one and I know that's sacrilege. I know it is. I get it. I fucking almost crucified myself child uh, <laughs> because I was even thinking of that. I'm like, man, but there's something about Halloween four, dude. It's so, it, 
like it, it, it invokes the Halloween feel. Like it invokes the fall. Like Sucks it, it out invokes of you. that season. Yeah. It, you know, you, you come all over the place if you love fall. Like it's just one of those movies, like right when it opens up and it gets you into the action, and you're like, God damn, it's so fucking good. And the story is so solid. And Michael is brutal in that. And um, they introduce so many cool characters in it. Honestly, they do. Uh, we know we, we, we did the interview with Alan McElroy, and he was talking about the crazy preacher driving down the road that was another one like that was a cool one that people remember there were so many moments in that movie other than michael myers looking like data from star trek which i, I never fucking liked the mask was garbage yeah but he was brutal it was a very good um pace it was a very well-paced film and again michael myers had been absent for a long time again it's one of those movies and and you know another example halloween 2018 did it halloween 6 did it those films that were uh that we all grew up in love those halloween movies this brought it back this brought it back to the forefront uh and and that's what halloween 4 did man uh halloween 3 you could say i mean it's whatever i mean it's a decent flick i i i think that they made a mistake 100% i do I like Halloween three, but at the same time, they should have just stuck stuck with Michael Myers and fucked the rest. You know, it's whatever. Yeah. But it had been a while. I mean, it had been a while, and then Michael Myers shows back up on the scene, and he's a fucking badass man. And Loomis is is almost all the way crazy. He's totally obsessed with the monster that he can't kill. And then you introduce Daniel Harris, who does a fantastical job as as uh, uh, Jamie and. Uh, I mean, what what more can you say about it, man? Without that movie, you you don't have the Halloween. A lot of Halloween fans they have now because yeah. it, it brought in a whole new generation of Halloween fans. Yeah, dude, I, uh, that's my number two as well. It's Halloween four. Look from the from the opening from the opening of those fields uh, mm-hmm. uh, when you're watching that, and 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 Alan McElroy talked to us about it. Um, it was amazing. Uh, Daniel Harris was such an important introduction to that franchise. Um, Again, I, and I go back and I say this again. If they deep faked, if they go back and they deep fake that terrible mask, um, and those 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 hockey pads, and how bumbly Michael was, and and again, this is one more reason you have to appreciate Halloween 2018. They got something really important right: the way Michael looks, the way he moves. Mm-hmm. Um, if it weren't for that, this movie would be revered to me as one of the greatest horror sequels in history. But it's not, and the reason it's not is because of the mask and because of the way Michael moves throughout the yeah. film. But dude, the 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 cast, um, the cops do it by the book girl Grady. It's it's not not only like not only is it as fuck great, off Wade <laughs> when they go to that that uh, insane asylum and Michael Myers is on that table and you've got that amazing character actor introducing. Mm-hmm. He's like, God's got no place here, lady, or whatever it was that he said. They they move Michael. God's that got music, nothing to do with this place. Yeah, yeah. When that music kicks off and they're moving Michael and like, dun, dun 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 and they're moving him to the thing and then he wakes up. He puts his thumb to the dude. You get Michael in a whole new mask with the with the draperies all over his face. You get him killing people. One of the greatest scenes in the Halloween franchise: Loomis versus Michael alone in an empty gas station in the middle of nowhere after Michael's killed. And he's like, "God damn you!" Leave the. You get Loomis talking to Michael alone, one on one. To me, that is Al Pacino and Robert De Niro sitting at a cafe in heat. 
speaking to each other. In the like, Michael's not behind bars now. He can do whatever he wants to. It's him and Loomis alone standing to each, standing face to face with each other, and they have that moment. And they had that amazing camera shot going to Michael, and then you blow up the fucking gas station, and then you know Michael's on his way to fucking Haddonfield, and then back at Haddonfield, you've got these amazing characters. Uh, you got Sheriff Meeker. Uh, you you've got and and Alan McElroy was so smart. Like he said, he was like, I wanted Sheriff Meeker to believe him immediately. I was tired of this. Nobody believes him. Sheriff Meeker was right on board with him. Let's stop this motherfucker. And still, Michael got the best of him. They're locked up in that house together. So many great scenes in that movie, dude. Halloween Four not only had the best, it did above all other movies have the best Halloween atmosphere in it, beating yep. even the original as far as Halloween atmosphere goes. Um. Man, uh, that movie, had they got the mask right and had they got Michael's movements right, fuck, you're talking about one of the most revered sequels in horror history. Because of that, it wasn't. But to Halloween fans, we appreciate it. Halloween 4 is definitely, to me, the second best in the franchise. You're right. Um, The one main thing that stands out, really, is it's the first time you ever hear and I thought it was cool as shit. It's again like Van Helsing coming face to face with the monster that he's been hunting. Mm-hmm. When you have him talking to him in the the garage, because you know you'd always had Loomis explaining what Michael is up to that point, and he's always talking about how he's a you know you know he has no emotion and he's this or that. But you almost you hear the pleading tone of Loomis when he's talking to Michael and he's like, I know what you are. Like, I I know what you are. And I know you're an unstoppable piece of shit, evil force that no one can compete with. But for God's sake, leave them alone and head into Michael. Take me. He was even giving himself up as Michael's final victim. And Michael said, no, I thought that was very poignant. And I I feel like that was probably, honestly, that might be the best, that, that might be the very best Loomis moment in the entire franchise. Yep. Uh, and I know there's a lot of good ones and I, I, and you know, but I feel like that moment between Donald Pleasance and Michael Myers, Donald, uh, Dr. Loomis and Michael Myers was the most poignant because it is the, the guy that's hunted the monster his entire life coming face to face with him as an adult and us as audience members gets to watch how he interacts with this creature and he's treated for all these years away from the asylum too, away from the asylum, but we, we can get it like, Donald Pleasant was was such a phenomenal actor that he's conveying that emotion. Like he's like, I've treated this son of a bitch for a long, but you get to see it. Like you get to see how it might have been. You know, you know, if Doctor Loomis had been treating him all those years. But yeah, man, it, it, it's such a phenomenal movie. Uh, and and I don't know if it really takes the place of of the how like the fall feel of the original one, but it's it's up there. Like as far as like when I see the opening, anyway, you immediately want to watch fucking uh halloween movies like i don't know like yeah. it just puts you there it, it really there. does dude and one of the first memories i had watching halloween was renting that watching on vhs and be like oh this is halloween this is what mm-hmm. it's all about watching this right now well i guess yeah. we can cut through the red tape here because i think we're gonna yeah. i think no one's gonna be shocked for a number one yeah it's gonna be halloween 78 i mean yeah and i i really was i i didn't even want i didn't do it to be different i, I like but I, I was gonna put halloween four <laughs> I was that close. I was that close because I mean I, I'm not lying because I mean Halloween Four was such a phenomenal film. It really was good, but '78 man, it just it revitalized the entire genre. Like yeah. without '78, you don't have. I, I I just don't think you have horror in the way that it is today I, without the the, the Halloween '78. And again, John Carpenter like 
he just felt it was going to be a, a, a toss off. Like he thought it was going to be like, you know, a movie that comes out, it's going to do decent. I mean, it's a good story, but it's a, it's a cultural phenomenon, man. Without yeah. Michael Myers and Halloween, you don't have a lot of the movies that came out without, without it. And, um, they did so many fucking cool things in that movie too, on a low ass budget. Like nobody believed in it really necessarily. And they had up and comer actors, the music off fucking point, everything about that movie. And I can understand going to see it uh, in 1978 and being fucking scared out of your goddamn panties. Yeah. Because it would fucking shock you. Be like, holy shit, that guy just choked that bitch out in the fucking car. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's number one for a reason. Yeah. I and, and and the reason I think that it's number one, I mean, I think it's obvious for everybody. It's like, okay, yeah, obviously Halloween's the number one. But the reason that I think that no movie will ever, as much as we try, and I and and I love these sequels, I love them all. But the reason that I don't think Halloween could ever be duplicated is is because for me, I have to take myself back to that time. Like, there is no Halloween. Michael Myers doesn't exist. His mask doesn't exist. No one's ever seen it before. No one's ever heard his name before. And then you're watching this movie, and this isn't a supernatural character. This isn't a slasher. This None of that even exists. I know slashers happened before, but for the most part, none of that even exists. You've got a strange man who was in an insane asylum who you saw break out of said insane asylum. Yeah. And you've got this doctor Talking about a guy you've never heard, you're in the audience and you've never heard of this guy before. And this doctor is telling people, you don't know, but this guy is different. He is more than human. He is something different. And then all of a sudden, you've got these little babysitters just sitting there who you've gotten to know and you've gotten to know their lives and you've seen how simple their lives are. And then all of a sudden, this man shows up wearing this mask that you've never seen in your life and he's just there to murder them you have no reason why he has no purpose why he killed when he was a child and now he's back again you know nothing about him that had to be the most frightening shocking serial killer true crime with a fuck it's like a true crime documentary with a with on cocaine like mm-hmm. not only is this a serial killer not only is this Richard Ramirez not only is this all this shit but this was a suburban child who Woke up one day, decided to kill. He killed as a child, and now he's an adult, and he's free for the first time since he killed as a child, and he's got a scary fucking mask now. That shit had to be the most frightening thing th- that those people had ever fucking seen. And I just think that Halloween is just such a special movie, and the reason all these movies exist is because that is so special and so strange and so weird uh, and so fucking out there. God, I'd give anything, dude, to just go back and not know a thing about Michael Myers and watch that in the theater with people. I bet it blew their fucking minds. It's too bad they didn't have Ritalin back then because (laughs) it might have helped a lot. But, yeah, I agree 100%. Um, And, and again, I think that the biggest uh, disagreement that I have um, with Rob Zombie and his bullshit, when you gave Michael Myers a backstory, what, what made it scary, man, what made it fucking scary was it could happen down your street. It could happen next door to you. Michael Myers was just a little six-year-old boy in a suburban neighborhood in a very well-to-do neighborhood, mind you. And it just happened. He just stabbed his sister's titties off for no reason whatsoever, not prompted. There was no fight. He just did it. He picked up a knife in the middle of the night and stabbed his sister to death, and then goes out on the road and waits for mommy and daddy to get home, and then it just it stares weirdly at the camera. I that that is what's fucking scary is that it can happen in anywhere America. It's not about 
you know, is it going to happen in the ghetto place? Is it going to happen in the, uh, the, you know, the, 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 the downtrodden places? It can happen in fucking middle America or upscale America. And that's what made it fucking scary. And I think that's yeah. exactly what John Carpenter was going for was the fact that you don't know what Michael's going to do. Like that's, you, you don't know. You don't know the motivations behind this motherfucker. You yeah. can't predict it because why would you? I mean, he seemed to have a good life. He had two well-to-do parents. He lived in a nice little neighborhood and this fucking Luke Skywalker haircut motherfucker goes and kills his sister for no reason. That's what's scary. And then his Dr. Loomis, Donald Pleasance, giving him that, by the way, Donald Pleasance, Dr. Loomis was the best hype man I've ever seen in my life oh, yeah. because he makes you fucking scared to know what's coming. Like, you know, this creature is out there and he even referred to him as an it. Uh, and then you knew some shit was up. Uh, he, he knew it wasn't human anymore. Like uh, that he spent that many years trying to reach him and then more trying to keep him locked up because he knew what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. And that's all you got to go with. That's yeah. it. And that's scary as fuck. And uh, you're talking about Richard Ramirez and killers like that. A hundred percent. I mean, that's what they are. I mean, people try to glorify them and, and some motherfuckers follow them and they want to watch all these documentaries on them. They're fucking sick motherfuckers. They're killers. Yeah. They don't give a shit about you. They don't care about your little girl. They don't care about your little boy. They don't care about anything. If they get in the way, they'll butcher them. And yeah. I think that's what scared the shit out of people in that time is like this Michael Myers motherfucker. It's like a guy I could be sitting next to this guy in the movie theater and not know it. I could be babysitting this guy's fucking kid and not know it. And not and only that, dude, but not only is he a serial killer with no remorse whatsoever, but he's wearing a mask, A, he's wearing a freaky fucking mask, and B, and then at the end of the movie, you find out that not only is he fucking apparently unstoppable and unkillable, but he's fucking loose. He's gone from the grassy knoll. No, and he, but, but, and then you see those shots of like, you hear him breathing and you see the empty shots. This motherfucker could be anywhere in your neighborhood. What a genius fucking movie. I I think that um, John Carpenter was really smart in the fact that when he ended that movie, you didn't know. Yeah. I mean, you knew that he got up and ran, or at least you you imagined. I mean, if that was the only movie that ever came out with Halloween, he might have run off, and you hear the breathing, the heavy breathing. So maybe he's dying, but he ran back to the house. So if they had just ended the movie there, at least you know, then you would know, well— you know, at least some people could leave the theater and be like, well, he seems like he's maybe alive, but also he's going to die. Yeah. So you didn't know. I mean, the supernatural part really didn't kick in until maybe Halloween, too. But John Carpenter kept it so vague. It, uh, it was a psychopath. Like the psychopath. I don't know if you guys have ever seen those fucking true crime videos or those real police videos when they shoot a motherfucker on PCP or speed or cocaine. Yeah. These motherfuckers will take nine That's shots, true. 12 shots, <laughs> and true. they'll fucking run away to goddamn, uh, to the 7 Eleven and have themselves a fucking uh, a, a Slurpee and come back out. Yeah. So that's maybe that's what John Carpenter was going for. He's like, hey man, these are psychopaths. Psychopaths they can take a lot of fucking bullets. And because they're I don't know what it is, the adrenaline or whatever they smoked or whatever the fuck they did. I that and because if if John Carpenter and John Carpenter did want to end it with Halloween. Yeah, I think that's why he wanted to end it, because I think he wanted people to go. It's unknown. You don't know why. That's why it's scary. Let's never touch it again. And and, and you know what? 
I am the biggest proponent to Halloween sequels ever. I love this franchise. I love that it's still going. But God damn it, if you ask me to be straight up honest with you, would Halloween and Michael Myers be the scariest thing fucking on two legs had they never made a single sequel? You'd probably be right. You know what? I hate I, it. I, I, I like what they – well, you know, yeah, even even Halloween 2 because it, it was a continuation of the first film because he wanted to kill his sister. Yeah. But even then, yeah, man, if they had ended Halloween 1 and we never had sequels ever after it, right, and all you had – all us Halloween fans had to go on was this heavy breathing – Um. You're, you're talking about the, the most vague ending, uh, the most um, possible. Yeah, you're right. The most possible scary uh, scenario ever for uh, because you, but then that would always eat at people's mind. Yeah, like, exactly. Did he survive? I mean, because yeah. I mean, again, I think they answered that question with Halloween 2018 because. Yeah. You know, there was no Halloween too. He didn't stalk her in the hospital. It was right. just, he got caught. But I'm but, saying, man, like, it, had they never made a single sequel to this movie, and had they f- somehow found a way to like lock it down and make sure nobody could ever touch Michael Myers again, I think what you're looking at, and by God, I'm glad they didn't because I love this franchise and I love these sequels, and we wouldn't be sitting here right now if, if they hadn't. But I think, dude, had they not. Had that been a standalone movie and nobody ever touched it, I think you're talking about a one-two race between the two scariest films of all time, Halloween and The Exorcist. Well, they came out at the same time, and actually, uh, when they came out in the theaters, a lot of people, from what I remember uh, reading, was that uh, a lot of people were more scared of Halloween than they were of The Exorcist. Even yeah. though, even though I, I do, I still give The Exorcist like it's the scariest movie, like a hundred percent I've ever seen in my life, like a hundred percent. Um, but nonetheless, um, I think, you know, John Carpenter, he says that now and, and I, and I kind of get what he's saying and and maybe he's telling the truth, but I don't know, man, you, you leave the, the, the main antagonist of the film breathing at the end, uh, after you just showed like him getting up after several shots, like six shots off a fucking balcony. And then he runs away like the goddamn breeze in the wind. And then he's breathing somewhere. Yeah, I, I almost feel like you said that you wanted to end it there, but it's kind of you left it so open ended. It was like, did you, did you really, John? <laughs> did you, you fuck? I, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm glad that that. Yeah, obviously, uh, the series itself, Halloween is favorite series of all time. I mean, it, 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 it like without it, you don't have, um, you don't have anything. I mean, you don't have, you don't have the Jasons. You don't have the, you don't have the Nightmare on Elm Streets. You don't have uh, the the Phantasms. You don't have any of that shit true um, shit man but yeah man uh and i think there's a reason why halloween 78 will always be number one in a lot of people's minds and i'm not just talking about the halloween series i'm talking about some people will pick halloween 78 over all the other yeah. series that are out there as number one slasher film and i can't blame them yeah. uh was jason great no not the first one friday the 13th was great for its time but once you find out the fucking shock ending it's not good anymore right. jason 2 maybe nightmare on elm street amazing that holds up yeah, Halloween '78, man, I, that's that's where I gotta put my money in. Yeah, for sure. Maurice the Beast Vlog says Haddonfield has a ghetto. <laughs> hey, man, everywhere has a ghetto. <laughs> everywhere has a ghetto. Did you know that? Oh, God damn. <laughs> uh, the series very well. Our buddy Grubby says the deed is done. Check the Patreon messages. I will, my friend. I will, you beautiful son of a bitch. We absolutely will, man. Uh, we love you, by the way, buddy, and we love all you guys. For hanging out with us tonight. Uh went a little long on this one. Still 327 people hanging strong with us yeah, after man, almost three and a half awesome. hours. 
Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, that dude. many fucking people giving a shit what these two fucking, fucking white assholes from Kentucky. It's amazing. Don't suck that dick. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. He was jerking a dick off of his face. Hey, and we're doing it. We're having a good time, man. Hey, we're doing If you guys want some of this, more of the shit tomorrow night, nine o'clock, Patreon, top two tiers of Patreon, that's where we get to listen to music. We get to drink some. We get to play some songs on the guitar, sing some songs. It's going to be a great time. I can't wait to see you guys tomorrow night. But for everybody that's not going to be there tomorrow night that hung out with us tonight, Awesome. We appreciate you guys so fucking much. How cool is it to have over 300 people for almost an entire like three and a half hour live stream? I, 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 dude, I'm, I'm shocked. Movies. I'm, I, and I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm <laughs> no. like, well, I thought we might get down to about the 120s. And at that point, I was just going to take my pants off. But nope. <laughs> I had to keep them on. But uh, yeah, man, it, was, it was a good time. I, I'm glad you guys I showed up and, and you gave your love and, and you gave your love for your, your movies. And you guys played it right along with us for your top tens. That was awesome. Yeah. So this was fun as fuck, dude. I had a great time. I had a great time. I wish we could stay longer, but we cannot. We can't. Yeah, we gotta go. Look, that that fucking golden monkey uh, is is fucking me in the ass right now. I gotta. (laughs) I gotta. I gotta take a barf break. Yeah, (laughs) I I started sipping on something sweeter because I ran out of beer. So now my stomach hurts. So, hey, thank you all so much for hanging out with us on this Friday night. We'll see you guys again live patreons tomorrow night everybody else will see you guys wednesday night with another live stream uh coming up soon on the show we got eric Schriffler from pretty much it uh monday we're gonna have our andy matichak interview and then i just received word by the way my friend from our buddy uh damian mafia he's gonna be on the show in the next couple weeks as well so <laughs> who cares <laughs> <laughs> that potato uh, sack son of a bitch uh, i love that guy like that guy was such a nice dude to us we came out to the premiere for uh, strangers at night or what uh uh, strangers pray at night strangers yeah. to pray at night yeah pray at night and uh what a nice guy and i know he was kind of uncomfortable because there was this one guy that kept on shoving his fucking camera was, in his that face. guy was being weird yeah. and he was like yeah i'm really happy to meet you i'm really happy to meet you guys <laughs> <laughs> damien's a cool motherfucker it's gonna be cool fun guy. to have him and eric on the show Those i want to i want to go i want to go play racquetball with him i don't know like, <laughs> i feel like him and i could play racquetball in american psycho part three <laughs> <laughs> I can see that shit. Yeah, he looks like it. All right. Good night, guys. We love you. See you guys. Thank you all for the super chats. Thank you. I had a sister named Judith. She had sex with this kid. It all ended awkwardly quick. You know, I stabbed her in the tits. I know it probably wasn't cool of me. I just went crazy, you see, my middle name is Audrey, Michael Audrey Myers. said she was boring it all happened awkwardly quick 
know I murdered all those kids Step one, choke you in the car Step two, pin bob to the door Step three, dress up like a ghost Step four, strangle Linda with the phone Six, you got me shot six times. Step seven, now who's the bad guy? Step eight.